This month on No Quarters, we talk Drake's return in Uncharted 4, Doom Guy's return in Doom, which is also a 4, and Dark Souls 3, which if you count Bloodborne, is a 4 as well. Plus Homefront the Revolution, which sucks. Enjoy! All right, welcome to Quarters, episode 81. Whoa, it's a motherfucking... <laughs> it's okay, Come John. On, you can say it. How does through. it go? You've already hit the fucking part. Oh, so okay. You've video already, game podcast. You've already, yes. Okay. video game podcast. Yeah. I'm not Again. used to saying it. Yeah. Anyway, I'm Mackie. <laughs> I'm Chuck. Adam Harlow. And yeah, BJ's out on assignment once again. He's playing games. No, he's not. Oh, right. He's out on assignment. Though. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> so, Whoops. But the rest of us have played some games. A lot of new releases. That we've got to talk about. Yeah, it's weird. It's good. summer and there's games out. I know. What's happening? I, I don't get it. They're like, hey, maybe kids are out for the summer and they could play games. Wow. Yeah. It's mm. weird how that works. Crazy, crazy concept. And then Let's also see. they're like, hey, adults have money all the time. So we might as well sell stuff to them. <laughs> I seem to remember us coming up with this concept. Yeah. Yeah. Not, I did. not putting everything in, in, you know, November. Yeah, we pitched it. And we're like, mm-hmm. hey, how about the summer? Mm-hmm. You know, kids. Although I think to be fair, most of these games were scheduled to come out in November at some point. <laughs> also, several of these are probably not so much for kids. Yeah. So eh. uh, whatever. It, some of them are. If you make a violent game, kids are gonna that kids will gravitate towards that probably, game. Probably, yes. It happens. Yeah, that's true. They gotta satisfy that bloodlust that we're all born with. Sure. Or something like that. Right. Yeah. So speaking of bloodlust, uh, let's talk about the world's glibest mass murderer. Okay. <laughs> Nathan Drake. All right. He's back. He is back. In a PS4 exclusive title. Mm-hmm. Shocker. <laughs> Uncharted 4. That is correct. Uncharted 4 is here, and I've played it Oh, in its entirety. Whoa. Good job. Um, How is You it? have played... You're the only... Are you the only one of us who has played all of them so far? I like believe the first three. So, yeah. I've only played the first one. I've played yeah. the first four. I've played the first one and a half. I, I did not play the PSP one yet. Well, yet. But, yeah. Eh. It's like a baby game. Right, exactly. Yeah, you just draw on the screen and mm-hmm. he climbs everywhere. It's, instead of, it's non canon, you know. Yes, yeah. exactly. It was a prequel, so right. fuck it. Um, but yeah, Uncharted 4. Uncharted 4. So. Didn't it end with Uncharted 3? No. Okay. No, there was never like a trilogy or. Any kind of thing like that. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we hope. Yeah, no, I mean, there was, as I recall, there was like, no, like, no, this is the end. Like, hope you enjoyed your time with Nathan Drake. I don't I don't think they ever even played that game, like some series where they're like, I don't know, maybe there's another Kratos game, but maybe not. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so to tell the quick story of Uncharted, Uncharted 1, good at the time, suffers a lot from repetitive stuff and... Yeah poor aiming and lots of other problems with exploration and with that era of graphics. Yeah. At the time, pretty amazing. You introduced to characters that, you know, not only were you like doing kind of cool things, but like the characters were entertaining and, you know, you cared about mm-hmm. the, the cutscene stuff. And that was like something unique in games at the time. It was just like, ah, where's that skip button? I don't care about yeah. anything they're saying. <laughs> right. Um, and it looked good. It looked good. Yeah. yeah. That was the big thing is it, sure. when it came out, it was probably the best looking game that you could get at that time. Yep. And then two came out and did everything one did and put it to shame. 
I mean, it was like then it was that and then some. Um, some of the biggest crazy set pieces in game history were in Uncharted 2. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just came together and like almost just almost across the board better than the first one in every way you could possibly do it. Yep. It's like a, a perfect example of like, oh, fix all these things and now you got a great game. And I still think it's one of the best games of that generation. Mm-hmm. Then 3 comes along and it's like, yep, that's pretty much more or two. Same, all the things tightened up, everything. It's just there was always something about 3 that was like, slightly lacking but that might have been a good thing like pulling back from the scale of two mm-hmm. still good just not like well from what i heard a lot with a lot of people is they didn't get to the second half where the best stuff is all loaded into the second half of yeah, that game kind of is yeah so but i mean it's, it's still a good game it's still a really good game um it's just not as good as two mm-hmm. um four i would say uh right on par with two like this is a this is one hell of a game um just globe trotting different locations every like before you get tired of a level it's like all right it's indiana jones travel by map we're in this new place all right what's this whole new set piece and Mm -hmm. stuff going on here and it's i mean towards the end it kind of roots itself in the you know the the end game you know like okay we're where we need to be and we're going to be here a while it's still very somewhat but Mm -hmm. it's still pretty much like all right you're here now you've been around the globe and you've solved the mysteries and now we're here to actually you know like get the get the treasure Right, you know, I want yeah. the gold. Treasure. Yeah. Um get that gold. Along the way though, like they introduce new characters, um bring back, you know, your favorites and then they they kind of pare it down because like I think that one of the things about the third one that was like kind of confusing is it's just it did the whole kind of like Last Crusade thing where it was like, here's a bunch of characters, some of them you may or may not know, but the characters know them, so there's like all this history, so you're just kinda of like thrown in and go right you know like they they know they have all this history you're just going to learn it through you know snip, snippy dialogue that was kind of the problem with the third one mm-hmm. yeah um this one's just like all right you've got the core characters you've got one new major character and then you got you know the bad guys which will just get your little james bond pop in i'm evil and bye <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know bye uh-huh. yeah <laughs> so um all that's really good it's top notch you now have <laughs> the two kings of voice acting and nolan north and troy baker basically playing brothers <laughs> of course they are um and you know so it's, it's like an interesting thing because like suddenly <laughs> yeah sorry the, the cat <laughs> the cat has joined the podcast <laughs> he's not on camera unfortunately but he's he's, he's claimed bj's chair Look over in bj's chair and there's a cat face there yeah. wow yeah all right well that's gonna happen yeah um yeah, so like there's a long lost brother that you, you know, previous to the series, you never knew Drake had a brother and, you know, he just shows up and it's like, oh, we thought you were dead, but you're not dead. And you know, here's why. So it's like Spock's brother in Star Trek five. Yeah, it's just like Star Trek five. Oh, OK. Yeah. Is there ever a part where somebody goes, I never knew you had a brother. <laughs> yeah. And then Drake suddenly goes, what does God need with a sp- starship? Yeah. Yeah. All these. All these things are wrong. OK. Here. okay. Yeah. I'm on board now. Um. <laughs> we suddenly have a Miami connection. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Star Trek five crossover yeah. episode I'm in a, Uncharted four. I, I swear crazy. I had so many more prepared things I wanted to say about this game, but they're, they've completely gone out of my head mm-hmm. based on the week I've had. Um, mm-hmm. The one thing I will say is there, there is a, there is an action sequence in this game that is probably the coolest action sequence in any form of entertainment I've ever seen. Like I, I, I hesitate to like sell it that hard, but it really is. It's like if you took the the safe chase from Fast Five, threw in like some of the crazy physics of like the um, stair car crane chase, whatever thing from T three, like mm-hmm. Terminator three, mm-hmm. and then threw in like 
you know, like not just vehicular uh, mayhem, but like human mayhem of something like, you know, Razor the Lost Ark and like the whole truck climb up chase and mm-hmm. rope and dragging and all this kind of stuff. Like all that in one is just like there is a sequence in that game that is just fucking unbelievable. And I don't understand how they made it into a playable experience and have it work as well as it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the fact that like this thing never really like breaks and says, hey, I'm a video game or hey, I'm a movie. It's like. There, there's equal parts of like watching what's happening, having some control over it, and just everything just feeling so good. I mean, like it, mm-hmm. it's really hard to explain until you like you sit and play through it. But I don't even like if you've played it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And when you play it, you'll know exactly what I'm talking mm-hmm. about, kind of thing. Like there's no mistaking this scene from what I'm from what I'm saying. And no, I I don't know. I just like. And I'm assuming they tuned it right, so it's not like you're continually failing and replaying sections of it. Yeah, I, I didn't fail this at all, like, first playthrough. So, yeah. you know, it just was like, it's at, like, edge of the seat action, but, like, doable. Like, you're like mm-hmm. I know what I need to do, and yeah, it's not going to beat you to death. I think that games. was something they did smartly in uh, Uncharted 2, I think, that made it better. Right. Was, the game was easier. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was just, I, I was playing through it normal and just... The first one, I kept dying so much. And then the second one, I realized I'm really not dying at all, like ever. Like right. the only times I was failing was like I was occasionally, stealth stuff that I screwed up. Or, I was you know, occasionally like, breaking like on um like uh climbing puzzles, like 3D platforming yeah. things. Like I'd swing out and be like, oh, that's the wrong way and hit the button and fall yeah. to my death. Yeah, you know, and get the. Yeah, but in general, nay, nay, like you nah. never you never got to the shooting parts and we're like, fuck right. this game. Basically, yeah. no, not really. And, um, it, and it looks pretty good too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I would say that. Um, yeah, th- th- it, like just so you know, it's not all sunshine, sunshine and rainbows. Like, if I have a negative for this game, it's a it's a fairly sizable one in gameplay style. There is a problem where a game like this wants you to do stealth stuff. Like they introduce cover mechanics, and then this like you know tall grass weed situation where you can like duck down and hide. They yeah. won't see you, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But this game has no attract whatsoever there is no pick up a rock there's no oh. like oh make, so you're make, stuck just make waiting a noise. for them to run their circuit yeah, you're waiting for them to like do their stupid pathing uh, and, and that, that like at this day and age i'm like i'm like really like <laughs> i mean you're not encouraging me to do stealth you're making this a fucking hassle for me to do stealth hmm. yeah like, mm-hmm. i'd rather just open up and like have a couple more guys join the fight than sit here for 20 minutes and wait for you to maybe walk over here towards me mm-hmm. while this guy's not looking at me too yeah you know, kind of thing so that's that's a bummer. I mean, so you need a twenty-sided die to throw. At <laughs> you need something like in Blood yeah, Dragon. Yeah, you need something to throw at somebody. Um, I mean, there were there were points where I was like so per- like I was so perfectly entrenched, but like the guys were like on the other side of the complex that there were points where I was just chucking grenades like down canyons, just like what was that? So they all come running over <laughs> here towards me. I'm like, yeah, that's that's subtle. That's stealthy. Chuck, yeah, hucking mm-hmm. grenades. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that must have been nothing. Yeah, probably. I guess I'll go back on my path. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's it has some gameplay issues, but they're minor and mm-hmm. like very sufferable. I mean, I guess like I, I just wish there'd be a point where we could get away from that kind of sequence altogether, you know, mm-hmm. like encourage a, a pure stealth version of the game or something, something like that. Just, yeah. But there's a whole like you play the game and, it's, and it wraps up really good. And then. Like I, I, you, you asked if like they were putting an in, an end cap on the mm-hmm. Nathan Drake storyline. Mm-hmm. I still don't know if they're doing that, but there's this epilogue after the game mm-hmm. that 
could like it feels like it could be an ending mm-hmm. where it's like all right maybe we're done with drake i don't know but i know yeah. they want to be okay well it's one of those things where like they're they would really like to move on and do something else but... sure well and a lot of people that worked on it originally like amy henning is gone yeah and a lot of other people like a lot of the main people left which was what had so many like myself included so many people worried about that game mm-hmm. because it felt like everyone that was a lead on it kept leaving yeah and plus, I mean, they took like a chunk of the game and like threw it away and started over. Like w- once those people left, they were like, okay, well, we're just ripping that. We're starting over in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. So yeah, that game sort of had a troubled production. So I'm glad to hear that it kind of turned out pretty damn good. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, I think two in this are the best of the Uncharted world. Um, as, as far as far as I can tell, I mean, mm-hmm. And also, like, I know it's such, it's such a major, major thing what we've talked about on here before. Like, I want to get in and play a game, and holy shit, does that game do that better than anything I've ever seen. Like, the way that, like, you get a Naughty Dog logo, and then it's, like, to a very tranquil, serene-style menu, like, like Last of Us, mm-hmm. where it's just, like, there's a picture and a couple of choices. But the very first time, it's just, like, hey, you know, we know you probably want to start the game, but here's the things you might want to check, like, subtitles, brightness, screen size. And it's like, those are your only options and all the others are buried under the real options menu. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, first time it's like, yeah, these are probably the things you're going to check first, yeah. you know, and maybe sensitivity, but you know, I mean, it was just, it was like, it was all about get you into the game mm-hmm. as fast as possible. It does that on subsequent reboots. Good. So good. I like it. That's the way to do it. People. Um, good job. But yeah. That's, dog. uh, that's uncharted Four. I'm a fan of the series. You could say. All right. Yeah. That sounds good. You know what series we're fans of? what doom oh yeah uh, <laughs> and guess sure. what there's a new doom there there is a new doom yeah new doom new doom and new doom doom 2016 oh yeah all aka doom <laughs> yes yes the doom arrakis um, available at red boxes all over the country uh-huh oh currently uh-huh that might be where i may have possibly picked it up for yeah. a couple of days yeah doom I'm excited to play Doom. Man, it looks I enjoyed good. watching you play Doom. Okay. It looks real good. Because that game moves fast. It, like in the way I wanted, I was hoping it would. Mm-hmm. It is a and in fast the, paced 60 frame per second FPS thing. Yeah. Go on. Uh, okay. So, I mean, full disclosure, I've. I've never, I've never considered myself a fan of Doom. Like Doom has been a thing. I'm, I'm what? culturally aware of Doom. I think I've no. mostly played old Doom. I may have only ever had the shareware copy. You know, I don't know. Like mm-hmm. to be honest with you, I, it's just in that time period where you know I, I didn't have money. I wasn't buying games. Yeah, but everyone ended up with a copy of Doom too, I, one way or another. Sometime probably played it. Yeah. I guess I don't know. I know, like you start off on a space station and eventually go to hell. I think. Uh, kinda. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's. it's or it is hell, or I, I don't there's know. not really a story. All right. <laughs> well, there are levels and there are demons in them, and you shoot the fuck out of them. Yep. Well, and there might be power ups that you can see, and eventually that, you get to. That all sounds like the game of which I was playing for yep. a while. And when you pick them up, monsters pop out of a closet that opens up because you picked up that that power up. Sure. I don't know if that happened, but okay. <gasps> okay. Well, monsters didn't really pop out of anywhere. They usually like teleported in like this red mm. teleporty lightning thing. That okay. makes sense too. Yeah. Uh, so they may more may have popped out when you picked up power ups. I don't know. Okay. It it you're kind of sounding like maybe you didn't like Doom very much. Well, I mean, I didn't love Doom. That's for damn sure. I it 
it's kind of fun to play. Um, and then like at a certain point, it's just like, yep, this is doom. And <laughs> at a certain point it was like, yep, this is still doom. Uh-huh. And then like I was, I got all the way to like, I was in hell. My objective was get the fuck back to Mars. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Get your ass to Mars. Yeah. And I don't know. I just, I was like, nah, I'm done. Like I just, I really hit a point where it was like, there was one battle. It was just hard enough. I was like, I, nah, <laughs> like it was just one of those like amicable like now nah, I've I've experienced doom. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like I've I've gotten all the doom I could possibly need out of doom, and so I ejected it and took it back to the red box. And I mean, no hard feelings. It was just like I was like <laughs> I've feel like I've grown past this gameplay style. For it sounds like you're breaking up with doom. <laughs> I just yeah. it's not it's not it's you not it's you, you it's, it's me. me. Yeah, I've just I've grown. I've. <laughs> I've seen that I need more for, than just, you know, circle strafe. And just and, doom. Yeah. And just doom, yeah. Okay. Um hmm. I mean I wasn't playing it wrong. Don't don't get me wrong. I mean don't don't like, oh well you just must suck at Doom. I could be better at Doom. I just don't care. <laughs> like no. like it's just not fun to be. Like that constant in motion is just kind of like literally one of the, the menu things when you're loading up, it's like you know, always try to stay in motion, standing still is death. And I'm like, Yeah, that's that sounds about right. That's kind of what I like, though. Like, I I feel most first-person shooters these days have gravitated towards, all right, find something to hide behind, and everyone that you're shooting at is hiding behind something else somewhere around the corner. Mm-hmm. And it and it's become less about movement and more about positioning, so to speak, and, you know, basically waiting for somebody to pop up out of cover so you can shoot them in the face. You know, it, like, everyone's taken the whole Gears of War thing and just been like, this is how we need to do everything. Yeah. And I kind of like that this Doom has none of that. Like, these monsters aren't going to hide behind a pillar and wait for you to pop out. You know, they're just like, no, there's your guy. We're coming for you. And also that their projectiles are, like, just slow enough that you can dodge them. Mm-hmm. Or shoot kinda. them. Or shoot them. Yeah. Yeah. That's always satisfying. Well, yeah. Well, it, what else was satisfying was those melee kill things mm-hmm. where you'd wear a guy down and then he'd kind of flash this weird color, you know, like this weird bitmap thing over him and then yeah you jumped up and would like tear his head in half and ammo and health would pop out because yeah it's doom yeah you don't like demons you don't like them at all you, you, well, don't, you don't seem to like much of anything in this game really <laughs> yeah. because there are points where it's like hey we need you to go turn off this machine which in doom marines mind means let's walk over there and kick the fuck out of it <laughs> until it smokes and so things come out of it yes. and the guy's guy and the guy over your earpiece is basically going you know, you don't have to destroy those. I mean, just turning them off would be fine. <laughs> no, I like Doom Guy. Doom Guy does not give a fuck. <laughs> well, there's a weird, like, knowing sense of humor in that game. Because, like, when, you, when you've got that rope, that hologram that pops up when you enter a room, because, I mean, you're in an abandoned facility that was doing something, and the hologram guy is still, like, the, giving motivational messages. Mm-hmm. And one of them's like, the road to hell is paved with yeah. Advent Technologies, or whatever the hell the name of the company is, but... Just all that sort of weird stuff going on, and I've seen the 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 video everyone's posted of like picking up the Doom guy mm-hmm. and making him yep. do the stuff when you poke him. It's just like they know that they can't be too serious about it because on its face, Doom is goofy as hell. Yes, it kind of yeah. is, it's, and that's like it's also the... Argent Technologies, by the way. Argent, oh. okay, yes, because okay. the whole game I was singing "Hold Your Head Up High." Ah, yeah, mm. so gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I just i i haven't i didn't get to play it. I only got to watch you play bits of it, mm-hmm. but i I wanted to play it by watching that. To me, it felt almost 
because of how vertical it was, it felt almost like playing Quake, but at the speed of Doom, mm-hmm. which... That's weird, because I always thought Quake was the fast one. No? They were both pretty fast, but in different ways. Yeah. If that makes sense. Probably not. No, it does. I, I mean, well, and Quake was more... I mean, there were animals, or not animals, uh, enemies that were just like hit-scan type enemy. Like, if they shot at you, you just were hit. You weren't dodging it. And right. there's a lot less of that in this one, at least. Even though it's basically like all the old Doom monsters are there. Sure. Yeah, I, like I said, I just at a certain point I was like, "All right, I've 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 experienced enough of Doom. I'm done with Doom. We're, I'm moving on." And I mean, don't get me wrong; it was still it's '90s as fuck. The whole game is. I mean, besides the graphics, it is '90s as fuck. It's like enemies. You know, you know, you're in a battle because it's like crunchy guitars come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, there must still be an enemy around somewhere. God, and the, then kind of like a drone yeah. when you finish. Yeah. God, this stuff sounds right up my alley. That's I, I gotta say, it's what I want. Yeah, I like I said, it just it wore out its welcome by the time I was where I was, and I. Someone may tell me I was like right at the end. For all I know, who who mm-hmm. knows? Well, I have a similar story. Uh, okay. Uh, I also grew up not playing Doom. Okay. Not really having much exposure to Doom at all. God, it's like I don't know you guys. Um, I was more of a quick guy. I played oh. I played Quake and I played Unreal. Quake was fucking awesome. Yeah, I played I played the shit out of Unreal. Now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I mean, like everyone had Doom. Like I think Doom was even on like shared folders at every job I've ever had. Just like, mm. hey man, if you go and they've got Doom in there, and when everyone goes home, we all oh, play yeah. Doom. I'm like, all right, great. Kali. Uh, <laughs> so uh, this was before Doom came out, the new Doom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to know what this thing was all about, so I popped in Doom Three. You started in the wrong place well what are you gonna do yeah it, they had just made it backwards compatible on the xbox one. Oh, the bfg edition. i had yes i had a copy that i had never opened yeah i bought it black friday like four years ago <laughs> nice so thought it'd be worth a, a shot yeah you want to talk about 90s as fuck doom 3 holy shit that is one of those games despite coming out in 2004 yeah that is that is one of those games of just of an of an era Mm-hmm. Where everything feels samey, like movement feels the same, corridors feel the same, like level yeah. design looks the same. Uh, I was not prepared for the thing that you had just mentioned, which is like you go to get a thing that will save your life and suddenly demons pop out of closets. Yeah, monster closets yeah. everywhere. That's a pain in the ass. Um, so I, I, I'm still not pr- I'm like, I don't know, halfway through Doom 3 and it's still mm-hmm. happening and I'm still pissed off every time it does. I'm like, really? Game? <laughs> Why are you putting the one thing I need over there and then having well, and see, chainsaw monsters jump out at me? That's kind of why it feels like Doom 3 was their initial shot, their their initial shot at doing a reboot of Doom right. in a way that was like, well, we're still going to do all the stuff that Doom did. Yeah. It's just going to do it in in with updated graphics and way more dark. And yeah, you know, that stuff doesn't quite jive because from what I recall of Doom 3 also, it took itself way seriously. It does. Yeah. It has zero sense of humor. Yeah. There, there's nothing jokey about it. Uh, there's some jokey stuff in like flavor text and, you know, audio logs and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But like the game itself, no, <laughs> there really yeah. is nothing. You kind of have to make your own fun with that. Uh, it, it, I don't know. And it takes that game a while to get started. A long while. Because yeah. like you go to the space station, everything's fine. And you're just wandering around, you know, talking to dudes. Mm-hmm. It probably takes an hour before like the doom shit starts happening. Yeah. Well, that was also very much of its era where it's like, man, Half-Life. Everyone loved the fact that you wandered around and had a normal day in Half-Life until you 
open the portal and then yeah you're in the game and i think it, there there was a very long period where it was like that's that this is what you do yeah in a shooter that's that's just why i say that game very much feels of its era yeah. um now the the bfg edition the 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 bfg version of the game uh doesn't have the issue that everyone had with the original doom 3 which is the flashlight yeah. problem you can you can use a flashlight and the gun at the same time mm-hmm. apparently in the original version you had to toggle between them uh yeah which and is I, crazy i've never played the bfg edition yeah but i think that it's got to make a lot of the game worse i mean I, i'd say it'll make the game easier and make more sense mm-hmm. that you can see everything but there was very much a push and pull that was designed into doom 3 originally where it was i've got to explore the room with the flashlight and then, oh, fuck, I've got that split second between switching between the flashlight and the gun. Right. And then I can't see shit. Yeah. All I see is the burst of fire coming from the gun that's lighting up what might be in the room. Yeah, this doesn't have any of that. Yeah, where this is, this becomes more of a straight, like that, Almost it. they were going for like a horror shooter type thing where it's like, ah, things in the dark are hitting me and I can't see them and fuck. Right. Yep. Now, and where is in this one, it's just like, all right, there he is. Now I can shoot him. Yeah. I will admit, though, there are some credible jump scares in this thing. Mm-hmm. Like there are some moments where just there is a thing, you know, like behind you or, you know, pops out in front of you or should not be where it is, but it gets you there. There have been two or three times where I've been like legit creeped out by this thing. But mm-hmm. overall, it's just it. I don't know. It, it's so super serious and, you know, very oldie feeling. Yeah. So I mean, it's playable. <laughs> yeah. I, I just I remember getting through. I I bet I'm like an hour from the end of it on my PC save from 2004. Mm-hmm. I'm probably so close to the end of that game, but I just couldn't care by the end of it. You know, it was just like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to new doom. Yeah. yeah. Much like what you're talking about where it was just yeah. like, yeah, I've, I've done all this stuff. Well, when your encounters start being like, Oh, okay. Last time there was one of these guys. Now there's two of them. So that's tougher. <laughs> You know, like, yeah, where he's like, that's, yeah. a, that's a big dude. Well, that and if also, I had enough gas, I just chainsaw him, but I don't. Right. And also so much of the story in, you know, it, the original Doom, there was no story. It was basically like, all right, kill everything and find a key card so you can escape this level. Yeah. So that you can play the next level. Right. That's probably pretty cool. You know, and, and that was like Doom and Doom 2. Mm-hmm. And so Doom 3 was like, well, we have to have a storyline to get through it. But your storyline has to boil down to, all right, go find the key card and then open the door right. and go. You know, and I'm assuming that's what this Doom is kind of like mm-hmm. for the most part. Is yeah, except it wants you to do a lot of backtracking to get those no. collectible things. Yeah. I will say the the one, like, a, attention to detail thing I like in Doom 3 is that it goes above and beyond to explain, like, the science of this facility. Mm-hmm. Like, every room you go into, it'll intricate detail of, like, what the purpose of this room is and why it has such crazy, insane-looking equipment and what that equipment is. That's a little bit of context that I appreciate mm-hmm. because, like, if you didn't have that, this place seems fucking nuts. Yeah. Like, just the the machinery in all these places, you're like, what is that thing for? What does this do? Why? It's the dude dissector machine. <laughs> Don't you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, this whole <laughs> this whole facility is a death trap. Yeah. Like, why? <laughs> why did we build this? And God, I remember Doom 3 when it came out. The biggest deal for, like, most people was walking up to a little a terminal mm-hmm. and just being able to like zoom in and read it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, like and it wasn't a texture yeah. because like for every game before that, it was some low res texture and then you top it and it would like pop up a different window that would be like, Oh, this is what it says. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that one was just like, Oh, zoom in on that mm-hmm. and then zoom back out. Yeah. Which, 
yeah, that stuff's cool. But it's just funny when I think about how I just described Doom, where it's like, okay, good. Somebody tells you to go get a key card, so you get a key card, and then you open the door. It's like I kind of am describing Dead Space, yet. Oh yeah, but yet Dead Space it's so much better. It's kind of like the best Doom game, kind of almost. Is. Yeah, like if Doom was a third-person game, it would be Dead Space, mm-hmm. and it would be hopefully as awesome as Dead Space is. Yeah. But it's it shows that you can take that basic facet of the game where it's like somebody tells you, okay, go get this thing so you can open the door and get out of there. And how many ways you can deviate from that and make it work mm-hmm. while still basically being the same thing. Okay, you've got to get here. Yeah. And you've got to, you need the this thing to get there. Yeah, and it seems like the entire narrative of Doom 3 is just a guy on a radio somewhere yelling at you the entire time Mm -hmm. like all right now you gotta get over here i'm safe somewhere i'm not gonna tell you where but you gotta go put this thing in that thing and then (laughs) well that's kind of dead space isn't it like most of your narration is coming that was a big complaint disembodied voice yeah but it's like it's different people at least Mm -hmm. this is just like some dude who got away and is just hiding somewhere and seems to know exactly where you are the entire time is telling you to do all these crazy things i'm sure it's revealed at the end chuck okay i can't wait actually i doubt it yeah. There's a bunch of bits too where like you're just in reach of like a car full of other Doom guys, like other Space Marines are just like mm-hmm. just right there, and you're like, hey, but they go speeding off because they're idiots. And then they all die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Silly guys. Yeah, dopes. Don't mess around with demons. No. Speaking of messing around with demons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't have many games this month because all I've done is play Dark Souls Three. Huh. How's that going? Going pretty well. You like it? Yeah. It's 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 interesting that I realized it's a lot like Doom hmm. in a way in that here's this item sitting here. Mm-hmm. You can see how to get to it. You can see that it's on that ledge up there. And your task is to figure out how the hell do I get over there to get to that? Mm-hmm. And knowing and much like how in the original Doom, like it would show you that that blue face power up that was like, all right, invulnerability for, you know, 45 seconds or whatever. And you're like, man, I got to get that. But then <laughs> as soon as you got to that thing, it was like, oh shit, like 20 things jumped out of a monster closet at me. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how dark souls works. And I, and I don't know why that never clicked in my mind until then, that it was very much the level design shares a lot with the original doom games where it was like, yeah, you might find a hidden door here, it's going to lead over to this and it's going to drop you right onto that ledge. Hmm. And then, you know, once you're there, you, you know, you've completed the loop and it's easy to get to where you're going. And you also got the power up, even mm-hmm. though you probably had to fight 20 things to get there. And it's kind of that whole, or you could just skip that and just get to the end. You know, you just get, skip that and get to the end of the level and you're good. And that's just another way these games appeal to me, but I've played uh, a lot more. I'm guessing I'm probably about, two thirds to 75% of the way through the game. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm getting there, but I've also, I think I'm still trying to figure out if I've gotten better or if I'm just over leveling myself or what, because I'm basically taking only two or three attempts to beat any given boss that I come up to. Did you stumble into some sort of amazing equipment combination that just makes you awesome or I don't think so. Okay. I mean, I've I've got good weapons, but then, you know, I'll get invaded by somebody and they'll just murder me to death, like immediately, like just not even. And I've been invaded a lot. Like, like I, you know, I played the other ones 
long after launch or I was, you know, playing in like, I think Bloodborne, I played in offline mode just because I was like, fuck it. I don't even want to deal with that. <laughs> right. And, you know, playing this one that way and being, you know, embered, which is the way to get yourself more health, but it all, and, you know, summon people for co-op, mm-hmm. but it also allows assholes to invade you and kill you because that's what assholes do. <laughs> and I've been invaded so many times and one day at work, I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to look at my recent players on Xbox.com. Uh-huh. Every one of those people, less than 20 friends on their friends list. Every single fucking one. There's a reason for that. Yeah. That's got to tell you something right there. <laughs> You're a piece of shit who has no friends. <laughs> if that's what you do is just ju- dive into people's games. Yeah. Yeah. People don't like it. Yeah. And, and they're so weird because they're like... If you use health, you know, if you heal yourself, you're like, oh, you're, it's not cool. You're a fucking cheater. And I'm like, you, no, you walked into my house and pissed on the floor. Don't get mad because I'm trying to clean it up. Yeah, no, stay, you, yeah. you take it. Stay, yeah, stand I, your ground, man. Yeah. I didn't even invite you in my house. Like, what the fuck are you doing here? Broke in. Yeah. My house. However, the times when you can just fuck them over are among the best. It, it feels even better knowing that like this person's a colossal piece of shit and mm-hmm. I just fucking murdered them. They walked into my house and I fucking murdered them anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so many it's of them feeling. Well, yeah. And it's the reason it's so cheap is they pick like the worst areas to do it. Mm-hmm. Like there'll be one where there's all these real thin platforms that you're trying to get up to one area. And you're basically going from the bonfire is in a place where there's no enemies, but then once you get up to the top of the area, you have to run this gauntlet and it's basically a one way path because you have to drop down onto it. Mm -hmm. So once you're on it, you can't just go, Oh fuck and run back, you know, and go to the save point or whatever. You can't, you know, you just can't get away from it. So you kind of have to go one direction. Yeah. And so they all invade there while these guys are shooting these giant arrows that when they get stuck in you, they look like a spear that's about six feet long sticking out of you and will take like a third of your health. And you can't get to the end part you want to get to without having to get through all these fucking guys along with the dude invading. And because invaders don't get attacked by the in-game enemies, the in-game enemies don't care about them. They only care about you. Oh, great. So, I mean, and yes, there is an item you can use that's very rare Uh that will let you make the world start attacking them as well. So... I, I probably, in hindsight, I could have used that to my advantage and made them fight off all those dudes. And it's because one, if they kill them, then, hey, cool, they killed him. If they don't, then all, then, you know, at least they killed a bunch of enemies for me along the way. Right. But yeah, they, they, just these people are such douches and it, it drives me crazy, man. Huh. It's frustrating, but I've helped a lot of people. Like I, I just, I think that's probably why I'm so over leveled mm-hmm. in the game is I've just been planting my little summon thing right in front of boss battles and just hanging out for, you know, five, 10 minutes to mm-hmm. see if anyone summons me. Mm-hmm. And that's a good feeling. Like, it's a good feeling being in that world and being like, yeah, I helped somebody. I fucking killed that boss for them. You know, <laughs> you're the best. Well, yeah. Well, and, and, you know, they like when people complain about, oh, Dark Souls is an easy mode, all that stuff. It's like playing co-op really is like the easy mode for that game. Mm-hmm. This is like, if you can't beat that boss, like if you're just having too much trouble or you're the way you've built your character is just bad for taking on that guy. If you can summon someone like me to show up, you know, and help you out, which yes, when you're summoned, it's not like you're at full power. You're, 
you're you have less health to heal with and you have less you know okay so it's not just all of a sudden yeah all your, it's everything not, doubles. it's not like my super guy showed up no <laughs> right. it's i mean and you still have to be within a certain level range mm-hmm. which is why i've been trying not to level too much mm-hmm. lately is i don't want to get out leveled for you know where i am there were i'm i might not be able to summon somebody if i need them but you know it's also if i put down the summon sign near a boss nobody can call me either so you're just kind of like uh eh. but yeah it's it's a really solid game and there's some weird like they've done a lot of callback stuff which the second one did not do at all where you yeah know, that that's what continually seems weird to me that the game is doing that what do you mean it just, just it, i don't know i mean like that they don't well i've never played any of these things but mm-hmm. it just seems to me like they should all be separate they just that they feel like they should be separate instances oh, yeah. of very difficult gameplay and not like a shared universe where it's like hey remember that guy remember this thing you know it's like yeah um that was just that's just my impression so hearing was, people that was, say that about dark souls 3 is well, always it been doesn't like, get there in for a while okay but well, I mean, yes, there is stuff like the blacksmith is the same blacksmith right. from the earlier game, and but you get to a certain section that you played in the first Dark Souls, uh-huh. like straight up. Here it is, oh, a thousand years later or whatever, however long it's been, mm-hmm. you know. And there's one of the guy, like one of the giants you knew there is. You find his body, oh. you know, and this is a guy that you went to, like he was like a vendor almost, so mm-hmm. you. You know exactly, like, if you play the first game, you're like, oh, fuck, this guy. Okay. You know, and then there's other areas you go to where you're like, holy shit, I know exactly what this is. Right. Which is really, like, I think it works because it's just that one part. Hmm. And there is one area that it's like, wow, whoever did this, it was, like, probably the lead on Bloodborne because this is straight up Bloodborne area right here. Even though the enemies are not anything like Bloodborne enemies, but, right. you know, like, the architecture and everything that you're in, you're like, oh, shit, yeah, okay. <laughs> But yeah, but I'm I'm still enjoying the hell out of that game. I just I feel like I'm I feel like I'm behind now. Like everyone beat it already. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, yeah, I got to this guy, and I was like, yeah, who cares? Oh, so it, you know, it's kind of like I've almost missed the zeitgeist. The zeitgeist has passed you by because I took so long to yeah. get through it, and eventually it's going to be that everyone's going to, you know, it's going to be like Dark Souls where it was you know, a year or two ago where everyone's like, Oh yeah, that guy, Holy shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, but now everything's so fresh in everyone's mind that it's not like, Oh, we've played through this like five or six times now. And we know Mm. all that, but Hmm. yeah, there's a lot of complex stuff. I thought I was getting married in the game. I'd done a storyline where like, Oh, your bride is waiting for you at this location. I'm like, Oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. I've been talking to that chick. Did that end badly? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, it did. (laughs) Yeah. So so you got married. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> Zing. so <laughs> but uh all right spoilers if you actually care i'll talk about this for like 60 seconds but that's it but so jump ahead if you really care about that but you basically you go through a storyline where these pilgrims have you know they they're looking for the new leader and the leader has to take a bride and they're like all right well you know this person you met for this is your bride mm-hmm. so and they're like all right you go here and you go through this really long archway which is actually one of the areas that was in dark souls one mm-hmm. you get to the end and her body's laying on an altar with a shroud over her face and the guy before you'd entered there had given you this weird sword that you can't use as a sword it's like a item mm-hmm. you know like a quest item mm-hmm. yeah the ceremony is apparently stabbing her face through the veil while she's there 
And then they're like, all right, cool. You're done now. And I was like, that's horrible. Yeah. I was like, I guess, <laughs> I guess I'm not married anymore. No, I don't know what happened there. That sounds worse than a Game of Thrones wedding. Yeah. 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 I don't know if she was, honestly, I don't know if she was dead already. Mm-hmm. It's, it was implied, I think, okay. that they had killed her. And then I don't know what was going on. But apparently this leads to the hardest to gain ending. So oh. apparently as long as I don't do one thing involving like healing something with the level up lady, I will get the cool ending that is the rarest one. Hmm. So we'll see. Yeah. So hopefully my bride doesn't come back and stab me in the face. Sounds yeah. like maybe you deserve it. Yeah. yeah. Definitely got to get that bride face stab, no heal mm. ending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that ending. Yeah, that's the best one. Mm-hmm. It is. But <laughs> it really is. Yeah, but yeah, the, I, the I face turn healing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there you go. God damn it. <sighs> but no, I, I think they've used like recycling old areas well, or mm. that or that old area, that section of the game. I, I think they've. It's one of those things where they've done it right, where it doesn't it doesn't feel cheap at all. It feels and it's far enough into the game that it feels like you've earned it at yeah. that point. And it's a good kind of like oh, oh shit this thing type, you know. Yeah, it's a cool feeling when you get there. Hmm. But yeah, I hopefully by next month I'll have beat it and I will have played other games. So I'm curious, this whole like online join, be joins thing, is that something you can turn off in this one? Uh, Yes, you can play offline. Okay. Which happened a lot because there were still those weird like log in, log off issues. Okay. The real real disadvantage when you're playing it that way is that you don't get the little notes on the ground where the notes a lot of time will be like some chests are a thing called a mimic that as soon as you try to open the chest, it'll chomp your head and take like half your health and you have to fight. And it's not a fun enemy to fight at all. But a lot of times people will leave a little note in front that says, says like, you know, liar ahead because right. it's like this weird like parser interface where you have to like choose a noun and a verb. But oh, they're like okay, a very yeah. weird list. Cool. So people are like kind of vague, but like a lot of the hidden walls, like the invisible walls mm-hmm. where you just, if you run up and you hit them, they open up, you know, which is another doomish thing. Right. But, you know, a lot of those will be marked. So you'll be at in a hallway just, you're like, there's nothing here. And then you'll see a little note that says, you know, invis- like illusory illusion ahead or something mm-hmm. like that. So you don't get any of those notes, but yeah. But if you want people to join you uh, specifically for co-op, you can put in a password. And if that person, you know, if basically if you two are in the same area, so if you're in the room before a boss and, and Chuck's like, I need you to help me with this boss. Mm-hmm. The password is chuckles, you know, as long as I've got that password put in in my uh, options menu, yeah, I will see your summon sign, oh, okay. or you'll see mine, and we'll be able to join the game regardless of what level we are. That makes sense. It'll level me down to your level, or level me up, or whatever it is, so that it that whole level cap thing, that whole range, mm-hmm. makes it easier. Which in Dark Souls One, that was a complete pain in the ass because <laughs> uh, a friend Drew and I were trying to match up, and we'd be like, "All right, I put the summon here <laughs> on this specific spot," and you know, and it was like a one in twenty chance of it showing up. So it's like I'd do it, and if he didn't see it within a couple minutes, I'd have to quit and come back in and do it again and again and again. And it was just like now, at least it's like, "All right, we got the password. All right, there you are, good to go." So Dark Souls is getting better at being Dark Souls. Kinda like it's got ideas that it can actually execute now instead of just being vague and mostly broken. Kinda. Okay. I, I mean, I, I think they've realized what people like when people found workarounds for stuff. They're mm-hmm. like, "Fine, you, you here, 
you know, you know, because it was like when they found out basically everybody was doing these specific workarounds to do the thing. They're like, let's just build it in because they're going to do it. anyway. they're going to do the workaround anyway. So I think it feels more like that where they're like, well, we designed this system to make it difficult because of this, mm-hmm. you know, to make it more randomized. But, you know, once everyone figured out how to do it, they tailored the game more to what the audience was doing. Hmm. So I think, yeah, they have figured out kind of how to make them better as far as more user friendly in that stuff. But I mean, there's still, it still feels like dark. Souls. it's not like it changed, <laughs> changed a lot about it. There's still plenty of assholes with less than 20 friends on their friends list, jumping yeah. in your game and murdering you very quickly. Those are terrible people. Yeah. But it feels good to fucking send them to hell. Let me tell you, <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Just fuck them. Fuck them. Wow. Hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. Huh. Well, let me well, tell you what doesn't feel good. Chuck, you say you want a revolution. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Speaking of fuck them. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Homefront the Revolution came out pretty recently. And I know a lot of the critical response to this game has basically been like, fuck that piece of shit. Yeah. Um, it seems to be universally being shit on right now. Mm. And so I'd heard about all that and was like, you know what? This game is probably fine. It's probably Chuck fine. It's probably perfectly fine. And I know one day I'll play it and it's going to be fine. So mm-hmm. I just happened to be at a red box and just looked at the list of games. I was like, oh, shit, it's here. We're doing a podcast. Maybe I should get the, the new hotness and play a little bit of it and see what it, how Chuck fine it is. It's not. <laughs> it's not Chuck fine at all. Aww. They're right. It's a bad game. Hmm. This game is bad. This game must be atrocious. It's almost unforgivable how bad a lot of it is. Really? Um, so I, I played through the first one. You know, wait, I'm pretty sure we talked about it on the show back when I did. Because, uh, like, the one thing I remember... That's so long ago, man. I know. The one thing I remember about the original Homefront was that you had to save the TigerDirect.com superstore oh, God, from the yeah. terrorists. And... It, it, that was dumb and was it branded that way yes it was oh. the tigerdirect.com superstore Ooh. because i think i guess like CompUSA had just closed and so yeah. they, they didn't have the rights so you were saving all these branded like you know pillars of capitalism oh my God. <laughs> it was just really odd but i was I, I i still insist that a red dawn-esque video game is a good idea and I base that yeah, modern warfare too. exactly because you know they take over the burger world and you're like yeah. fuck get out of my burger world yeah. right now this is America what the pickle <laughs> <laughs> so they give you like this world building stuff at the beginning of the game where like North Korea is basically Apple and they have North Korea has just amazing wealth and technology and they have shared their technology with the world and everyone has their their tablets and their phones and mm-hmm. then they start making military shit and then one day north korea is like you know what fuck that and they turn it all off they okay. just flip the switch so like planes are falling out of the sky and the, oh, the entire u.s military sinks into the ocean and everything and so you're getting all this narration as to why this is happening and the guy just just basically says they wanted to steal our freedom and that's it. That's the only fucking motivation that they give for why this has happened. It doesn't make any sense because mm-hmm. then you get to like the year of this game, which is 2025 and you're in Philadelphia and everything's just a fucking wasteland with just tanks everywhere, like just berating every American person. There's so no Philadelphia. <laughs> yes, but there's no point to any of this. Oh. Like I, there, there doesn't seem to be a reason why North Korea has decided to do this. I, I don't understand why. Um, 
So then you go through what feels like fucking two hours of not shooting dudes, just walking from place to place. And if you can imagine like Red Dawn, but if like the Wolverines had existed for, I don't know, 10, 15 years and had built up this entire bureaucracy within the 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 resistance where everything is everyone is bitter and no one trusts anybody and everyone hates everything no it's like everywhere you go no one knows who you are and because you're a silent protagonist you don't say shit about why you're there so you're constantly just getting beaten in the face until someone's like oh wait no that's the guy so like you've got people like strapping you down to chairs and threatening to cut off your nipples and it's just like slow down get just let me exist in this world for a second game what the shit no yeah so i mean it's it's bad it takes forever to get to where it's going the frame rate holy god i am not a frame rate person but this game is fucking 15 frames a second maybe really it's a consistent 15 frames per second but it's tear it's like it hurt it hurts you to look at it Mm. it sometimes it's like a flip book it's just like this is this is terrible. It's this, like one of those so slow that it makes you sick almost. Yeah. Like, like your motion sickness. Like you're supposed to be running and at some one point you're just motorbiking through this this <laughs> war torn Philadelphia and it's just mm. you can't make decisions on where to go or anything like that. But it, it so OK, the whole thing is fucking terrible. Uh, it also Assassin's Creed's the whole thing by just you get to Wi-Fi access points, you hack them and then your map just fucking pukes all over itself with icons of all the shit you're supposed to go do uh so it's derivative it's bad it doesn't run well it doesn't play well it's not fun it has one redeeming moment that i don't think it's it's so odd for cutscenes in a video game to have like legit like bad movie type thing in them Mm -hmm. because they're so scripted and polished and they can't why would it be something that looks and seems stupid but Mm -hmm. during like the two hours of nothing that you're going through in the beginning there's a scene where you're like meeting with the head of the resistance or no you, you've been taken prisoner by people who want to know where the head of the resistance is okay you're getting there all your friends are getting tortured and then like you know the head of the resistance just kicks the door in is just like surprise motherfucker and starts shooting everybody <laughs> yeah um always good with a surprise motherfucker yeah so there's a struggle at one point between the dude and the main torturer guy you're tied up with duct tape to this chair and you've fallen on the floor. So you've got this weird perspective and you've kind of got one hand sort of loose. And while like the main torture guy is trying to murder the head of the resistance, you can barely reach out. And this is all scripted. Like you're not doing any of this, but you can barely reach out and pick up a cell phone with your hand still bound. And you just kind of like chuck it over the, just kind of at his face, like with the force of a toddler. Like there's no (laughs) nothing, but it just goes pink and, it's the dumbest, like, why you attempted to do this, I don't know. It solved, it did nothing. It yeah. does nothing at all, but it's just like little objects. You just go, like a block. You just go, pink. And the guy's like, what? And <laughs> it's, it is the dumbest, like. Are you in control of this, or is it just none of it. cut scene? It's all, you're not doing anything. You're just watching it. That's why it's so bizarre. Why mm-hmm. there's this completely ineffectual moment to set up your character who just picks up this thing and with no force whatsoever throws it at a person who it has no effect on whatsoever. It's like this is the worst like world building for your character I've ever seen. Like you're 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 a silent, mm. useless human being. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> Enjoy your 30 hours in Homefront the Revolution. I said no, 
and mm. I took it back to Redbox. You didn't want a revolution. I did not. Mm. I mm. most certainly did not. Maybe if they fix their shit, I will did come you play back. It on PS4 or Xbox. And PS4. Yeah. yeah. So I tried some of their multiplayer. It's fucked up too. So <laughs> go to hell game yeah all this the theme of this first half just go yeah. to hell real, real <laughs> quick real quick hell division hell diversion uh did you try any doom multi or did you get enough no of beta? yeah i no interest whatsoever okay <laughs> just checking since he mentioned yeah multi yeah uh, however you did play something I, else multi. yeah multi only Ooh. um i believe i was kind of giddy last uh no quarters as much as i can be about uh a certain <laughs> game called overwatch yeah um so I decided to go ahead and buy it on the PC because mm-hmm. you can buy the I don't need all the digital tchotchkes edition. That's $40 instead of $60 that they force you on the consoles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that entitled me to get in on the beta a little bit early before it went open, which I was going to take part in anyway. Mm-hmm. So I played a fair amount of Overwatch beta from the time that I did that till it closed the open beta. Uh-huh. Um, hit, hit like level 20. I don't you know, that's just leveling up and leveling mm-hmm. up in the game doesn't mean much. It's like you level up and you get some, uh, you, you know, every time you go up a level, you get this loot box that has like skins and taunts and then sprays and things like that. Hats? The things that, you know, well, they might be hats as part of your skin. <laughs> like some people, uh, the skin isn't just a color change. It's like you're, they're wearing a completely different outfit. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which actually sometimes can be really weird in a multiplayer game. Cause like some of them look so different to the actual person. You're like, which character is that? Oh shit! It's this person, mm-hmm. you know. So actually, it can sometimes almost be a slight advantage. Um, so I came away from all that thinking, Overwatch is really cool. Overwatch has some problems. Overwatch has fixable problems that I hope they can fix before it actually officially comes out. But they're even fixable after the fact. So my biggest problems with it right now in the beta format is Blizzard has always kind of taken this advantage or this uh, this outlook of and I and I don't want this to sound like I want some sort of form of censorship, but they've always taken this like we're making kind of family friendly shit. Despite obviously some people that play our products are still total shit bag, but mm-hmm. their their first in natural instinct is to make something that is filtered. Mm-hmm. Like World of Warcraft has all the profanity filter things turned on by default. Hearthstone doesn't even have chat at all right. in, in any way, shape, or form because it's just like it wants to be a pick up and play for all ages thing. Heroes of, the, Heroes of the Storm is even kind of limited. I mean, you can do text chat, but I, I want to say it's all profanity filter and everything turned on by default still. Mm-hmm. Um, that all being said, like this this needs to decide if it's going to be a chat-based voice game or a chat-based typing game because it seemed like you could kind of control one or the other, but not both. Mm. So there was potential for people to be assholes in one form or another just by playing the game. Mm. And... Like when you have a good game, it's like one, some of the best gaming experiences you can have. Like when it, when a team comes together, and you and you pull off and you and you and you win well, it feels really good. Mm-hmm. And then it's like you get put on a shit team, or you just have like you know not your best game because this is the kind of game where like you, every piece has to kind of be working at least somewhat, or you're not going to win. Mm-hmm. You know, so like you can have a bad game. I mean, that happens to everybody. And like, but the way people respond to shit is just needs help <laughs> mm-hmm. you know like i i you know this is i mean we always talk about like the poison the the toxicity that there is in the gaming culture but like it's it's always apparent in something like this and i don't understand 
who these 20 friend basement dwelling fucktards are that like <laughs> do this shit. But I mean, like, I don't understand that, like go on there and just like say the most awful things. And especially like there were people talking about like, you suck at this game uninstalled. Don't ever play this again. I'm like, it's a fucking beta. Yeah. And most people are playing this probably for the first or second time. <laughs> like there's 21 characters you need to try and learn. People want you to know that they're elite, you know? And like, I'm just like, <laughs> It's a fucking beta, and you're just playing a pickup game. That's like, I mean, it's like the people that go to and get a pickup basketball game and then taunt everybody that's on their team and the other team. It's like, motherfucker, <laughs> we don't play on a team. We're just, yeah. we're here to have fun, you know. Like, <laughs> and there's, I, I have, I've never understood the whole like attachment people have to not only kill death ratios but like win loss ratios. Sure, like anything that keeps track of it. Like people, like you know, just like people that will do Street Fighter and just quit mm-hmm. if there if there's even a, a hint that they're going to lose mm-hmm. quit to like try and preserve that ratio which sure. i'm glad so many things have started basically penalizing these people for it yep oh i i'm not gonna lie but, I, I i anger quit it out of some games but it usually because like you know there's only six people on a team and like you, you just there'd be someone standing there in the base yeah. like it just walked away and like you're getting demolished yeah. and it's just like and then like or somebody was just being a complete dick on the mic or whatever and it was just like all right well whatever you know like fuck you just fuck this game i'm mm-hmm. out you know like i don't have a problem with that but it, yeah after a couple of times it was like you know if you keep quitting bad things are gonna happen i mean they have a penalty system for mm-hmm. quitting out of games and i was like all right i you know stop being so reactionary yeah but, like, but it just sucks that there's so many people that like this is so important yeah. to them now i'm for just no particular reason now i'm saying like this is to be fair this is like uh this is the a small amount to I had more fun than I had bad times or I, okay. wouldn't have, I wouldn't have kept playing it I'm just saying every once in a while it was just like one person trying to come in there and fucking spoil everybody's fun hmm. you know and it's just like there needs to be a quick or default mute everybody like that just needs to be like the way it is like turn the fucking mic off unless I ask for it and you know like just I don't even want to see chat you know uh, there's there needs to be like the chat should be like nothing but canned responses like 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 Hearthstone and um heroes have like it needs to just be like a good luck have batman you know good game whatever you know there needs to be these fucking like you can responses that you can hit those mm-hmm. and, and that's it like diablo like this is for you you know what was yeah. the game that you posted a screenshot of where it was just like click the right thumbstick mute all like you were like oh fuck yeah the gaming is back uh that so, might actually have been battleborn okay no. it might have been like you know i think that might have been the mute everyone or no no it was doom it was it was the multiplayer of doom oh okay. it was like when you were in the thing it was just automatically just one button boop mute all yeah I've seen that in another Xbox yeah. One yeah. game where it's just mute everyone. Well, yeah, Dark Souls has a mute on it, mm-hmm. but most people just use emotes anyway, oh. which kind of works. But yeah, yeah emotes are fine. Like I mean, like and when the, like because this usually have like a uh, kind of like a, like a Command and Conquer it has like a little like twenty second like get ready like mm-hmm. ever make sure everyone's connected up before the doors oh, open kind of thing. Then. Well, like more like people will just like start jumping around doing emotes over and over again yeah. and like spraying shit like crazy. That's usually just people like being but it's funny. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's funny when you start seeing people that like have things together where they're obviously playing together and they have sprays that like go together in funny ways. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little like jump up on the wall and put them together in whatever way that it's funny and hmm. you know, things like that. that. That's all that's all funny and good stuff in this game, but like the other things that need to change is like there needs some ba- there, there's some balance problems in that game. Like certain characters are, and I'm not the kind of person that's like don't play that character. They're totally OP, but fuck, <laughs> there is one character in particular that is just like okay, guys, Jesus H Christ, like it. It is just like the single most like, are you fucking kidding with this one character? Like, really? like 
uh, it's the um, Bastion, the turret guy. Oh, like holy fuck, that dude is way too powerful. Yeah. Like just as soon as he turns into turret mode, like one bullet is instant death for you. Mm-hmm. And so they'll just sit in like a corner and wait for the whole team to come around the corner and go and just like mow all down <laughs> out like all five in one hit. It's like. What the fuck, guys? Like, seriously? Wow. I mean, he's not even, like, listed as an offensive character. That's what's crazy about it. And So, is that the one where I, I, I seem to remember an animated gift somebody made of Twitter where people were writing the Overwatch account? Mm-hmm. And, and basically, it was all the responses that are all, like, to combat Bastion, do use blah, 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 blah. And right. it was, like, just this blur of name, of ads changing mm-hmm. But it was all the same canned response about, okay, to kill this guy. Probably. Because, I mean, like, everybody apparently hates him. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I think I, I think generally most people that played it with any length, unless they're the person that plays that character, will agree that that is the one character that needs to fucking change. Like, Tracer's annoying. There's other people that are annoying to fight. But that one's just, like, annoying to fight, yeah, hard to hit, and, like, just does way too much damage. It's just, like, mm-hmm. the, like the trifecta of overpowered, so... I'm just saying, like, they, I hope they take that into account, or you know, some of these balancing things need to happen. Yeah, but they're they're silent things behind them. They can go, okay, patch, boom, here it's different. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's coming. I'm sure it is too. Like I said, it was just, there was a lot of fun to be had, and I actually ended up like liking to play some things I wouldn't normally like in games like that. Like I actually really like playing a healer. Hmm. Yeah. So because the game will, the game is not like a lot of these games. It's it's objective based, and like the kill death thing is not like you don't even really even see your kill death at the end unless you were like good. Like yeah. there's really just like a top four people that did whatever thing at the end and, and you get one for healing. There's one for tanking. There's one for support time capturing, you know, like destination time, whatever you're, you know, the objective time. Yeah. You know, so good. it's, it's like, it's very much like, no, every all this needs to happen in order for a victory to occur. So, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm very much enjoying it and look forward to seeing where it goes once it actually comes out. When is it coming out? Is it like uh, within a month? Tuesday. Yeah, it's this coming week. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just love that they put out their beta like the day Battleborn released. Mm-hmm. They, there's yeah. got to be some sort of like just fuck you guys <laughs> thing going on there. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, because you know they were working on this before Gearbox was. Oh, yeah. oh, you know they were. Yes. Like there's probably like two, three extra years of development on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it shows. <laughs> I bet. Good. All right. So is it break time? I think so. Let's take one. Welcome back, second half. Hey, still a video game podcast it's, of a motherfucking variety. Mm. It, it still is. It always will be. Yeah. It's the vintage. Yes. Yeah. Oh, a vintage. It's the 1893 oh. of podcasts. <laughs> yes. It's from another era uh-huh. with aromatic bitters. Yes. Yep. <laughs> it totally is. That's us. We are aromatically bitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've traveled through time yeah. to bring you this podcast. Yep. So. Speaking uh, of time travel, that sounds crazy. Maybe <laughs> perhaps strange. Yeah. Oh, just like life. I get it. What? So, I uh, I don't know what prompted this. I, I've had Life is Strange in my Steam library for some time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think 
did it it wrapped up coming out last year i believe yeah, yeah yes. the final episodes yes um i don't know if it started and finished all in the same year doesn't matter I believe it did uh so i i've had it sitting there i've been meaning to play it just haven't gotten around to it and i finally decided to rectify that uh i have so far played three and probably almost the, through the fourth episode out of five mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um haven't i was trying to finish but you know didn't just ran out of time time yeah um just imagine if you could have frozen time. Yeah. You would have been able to finish I it. I could have put time in a bottle. Rewound it. Um, so I love this game. Let me first off say that. I, I, I absolutely love this game. It, it's it's one of those weird things where like I you ever have a game where you're like you're pretty sure you're really going to like it, which almost makes you not want to play it. Yeah. It's called Life is Strange. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just I don't understand why I was putting this off because I was like, I'm probably really going to like that game. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I was like, well, let me wait for a time when I need a good game. And finally, I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. Just play the damn game because there keeps being good games and I keep playing more good games. So mm-hmm. I can't wait for this like, oh, that was a shitty game. Let me play something I think is going to be good. Right. I, I just was like, fuck it. I finished Uncharted, played the, played the little Doom, and I was like, fuck it. Let's play some Life is Strange. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It. So... If I were describing the game, it's like if you took uh, Gone Home, mixed it with the Telltale engine, but if you like did both of those more intricately, I guess it would be the right word. I'm not gonna say better. I'm just say like take that to a further step with some more depth. I mean, yeah, more more actual gameplay. Yeah, a little bit more gameplay, a little bit more like just everything seems to work a little bit better than they do in both of those. I, I like, I like what's going on in both of those. I'm just saying like this takes both of those and does them better. Like mm-hmm. the exploration thing feels better and different and interesting in this. And the, the conversation branching is almost, I mean, like it's, it's, it's like that nice point between a telltale game and like a mass effect game where it's like, you feel like you're getting both of those, but that your interaction with the game is closer to mass effect than it is telltale. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a little more full fledged. And so it's like, I don't know, point guy over there. Oh, that's the only thing that's flashing. Okay. Obviously, I have to interact with that. Right. This feels like, okay, there's a lot going on, and I can actually easily miss something in a room or a busy place where there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, story Storyline-wise, I'm trying to think of like a way to say this that's not going to sound like sexist or, or weird or something, but like this, and I, and I know it's written by different people and stuff like that. I believe the main writer is female. So forgive me. I'm not trying to disparage in any way. I'm saying this feels like if you took something like a Walking Dead adventure, but it was suddenly written by like Joss Whedon in like the good way. <laughs> like, like, like if you were to take like classic Joss Whedon, like the wonderment of something like Toy Story, but like the quasi sci-fi elements of something like like that in your eyes the, the smaller mm-hmm. movie that he did mm-hmm. yeah. it, it would come but like and strong believable female characters it would come out to be something like this mm-hmm. um like and that's just that's just a like an example it's just it's it's like a blending of all these things and no, it never does it feel trite or referential or you know it's like oh they said that i've heard of that haha woo cool reference mm-hmm. you know like it just feels like naturally like these people are into these things that they're just saying it because that's what they would say as friends like it never feels like any of the thing that any of the things they're saying is just trite yeah it's just it 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 has a point and it has a meaning and like just i mean there's so much going on in this little game that like i just it's amazing how well it works i mean talking about like the mechanics of a game coming in together this is like a pretty shining example because all these little decisions that you make and all the little moments that you encounter, they 
most of the ones that have any kind of impact end up in this little journal that she's writing along the way. Mm-hmm. And you can go back and there's like pictures and hand drawings and part of her photographs that she takes are like in this journal. And obviously from each and every person's playthrough, that's going to be completely different. So yep. it's just, it's neat that they've actually constructed this notebook to have like, okay, block a text will may or may not be there. or We'll say this instead. And, you know, just have it be so interchangeable, but feel so seamless. I, I just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I could, I, Obviously, I could totally gush over this game. It's just I don't know where it's going. Like I don't know what what the the end point of this game is, which I guess is a good thing. You know, I mean, being this close to the end, I really don't even understand completely where it's going yet, which is 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 good to say. Like I'm not you know bored or you know confused by it. It's just like I'm. It's just it's that close. It's that you know moment to moment that anything could happen. So yeah, um, acting's great. I mean, obviously the dialogue is great. I love. I love how you can have younger characters like, you know, these are all pretty much, you know, they're all later, mostly in, in uh, high school kids, like, you know, all around 17, 18, that kind of age. Uh, <laughs> but like, they're, they're not that bad. Okay. But like, they're, they're not afraid to make them feel like real people. Like they're not, they're not afraid to be like that. Well, I don't know. Some of these people might be underage when they're talking about certain things. It's like, no, just like these people have lived life. They've seen things. They've done things. They're, they're, humans yeah you know and they, you know it's not like it's not like someone came along and said like well, i don't know you can't maybe you shouldn't say that someone that young say fuck you know or talk about smoking or drugs or <laughs> right whatever else it's just like it's it all feels real and mm-hmm. that that's like the best testament i can give to the game it's if you haven't played it you should and if you know obviously as, as all things if like you're not in by the first episode or watching somebody play it a little bit you know it's probably not going to change your mind but it's it's pretty breathtaking when like things come together mm-hmm. in that game. Like, it's just like, wow, like that is really mean- meaningful. <laughs> yeah. And like, it's crazy. Cause like you're, you're on one hand, you're like playing this like thing that almost at times feels like a, you know, hot topic, goth girl <laughs> thing. But then there's like, you know, these references are going to throw and you're like, no, these people are really, there's a lot more going on here. Like, I mean, there's storylines that are almost like parallel with like the flashpoint story of the DC universe. <laughs> I mean, like, and I, I think there are references. Like, I think they're actually trying to make subtle references. Cause there's like, yeah. a, there's a big one that happens where the character actually says like, they're, they're taking a picture and they're like, I hope you didn't get scared by the flash. <laughs> I mean, it's just like that phrasing. I was like, yeah, yeah. that's kind of the exact <laughs> moment where the flash would have changed time, mm-hmm. you know, like, okay. Yeah. Yep. You know, so I'm like, I think it's supposed to be a reference. I'm, you know, maybe I'm going too far, but I don't know. Like I said, yeah. it's just if you want it to be, it is to me. Okay. So, yeah. I know you haven't beaten it yet, uh-huh. but once you do, like, have you tried to go back and do other paths or any of that stuff? Or do you think you will? Is it one that kind of encourages that or does it feel more like a telltale thing where it kind of spirals out, but it's all going to get funneled right back into where they want it to be by the end of the chapter i know there's definitely there's some major things that could be totally different by the end of the game like okay big things that's good um but like as far as redoing them like the the main mechanic you discover in the game is that you your character has an ability to rewind time like she discovers that she can basically Mm -hmm. go whoops no and like back up to a certain point and like change an action yeah and the the rules in this universe are is that you can do that but your location and anything you've picked up will remain the same so you can use that to your advantage of like, I'm going to go over here and just fucking kick this door open, you know, go inside, get the key for the door, rewind time and unlock the door without having to bash it open. Mm-hmm. So like, cause I'm already in the office, you know, or whatever yeah. like that, you know, yep. just, so like, there's like things like that you can do, but 
there's a there's also a mechanic that if you make a mistake or choose what you feel is going to be the wrong thing by the end, you can just back up and make the other choice. And in real time sense, go like, yeah, no, this is the outcome I want to have happen. Let's go, let's move forward. And then mm-hmm. like, there's a point where it's like, now nah, now you can't rewind. You that's set in stone. And so like, you can if you're just like one of those people like it's a nice mechanic because if you want to see all the possible outcomes, maybe not the branches down the way, but you can see the immediate outcome to just about anything in the game mm-hmm. just by trying it the other way. But okay, so like, but you know, I think it's meant to be like okay, I hit a point like that's my choice, that's my choice, move on, and now it's set in the timeline. Okay, so I as far as starting over from the beginning, I don't know. I, I I'd be curious to try it with the director's commentary, which is DLC. Like that would be a way I might do it. Yeah. This playthrough, but I like it's the weird thing is like I'd almost be encouraged to go and make the exact same choices with the director's commentary turned on, if that makes any sense. Well yeah, because yeah. you want to hear what they're saying about it. Right. So Yeah. But yeah, I I highly encourage to just do what I did, just stop waiting, just start playing this game. Yeah, I need, I need to, to get on that. Yeah. It's sitting on my Xbox going, Yeah, maybe yeah. you should play now, me. There's some technical like this is not gonna win awards for like you know, lip syncing and you know, yeah, there's some like jank. Yeah. There's a little bit of jank, like not as bad yeah, as that a sounds tel- like a telltale, not as bad as a telltale game. game, but like you know, there's still some like okay, well, yeah. this is obviously not your your main thing, but like the especially like the episode ending scenes, there's like usually like a uh, a wordless little montage over a song for each episode ending, and they're just like, I'm, I'm like, there there are things, there are cinematic aspects of this game that's like you guys might be in the wrong business. I mean, I'm sure you're doing fine making games, but like there are people that like obviously get how scene scene transitions happen. That's mm-hmm. like, you're like really almost too good at this for, for video games. Yeah. Hmm. So, but yeah, I'm obviously really liking it. And I will report back once I finished it. Yeah. I Man, I, I played like the first half of the first episode and was like, Oh, need more time to devote to this. And that was, you know, a year mm-hmm. ago. So I right. should probably, yeah, stop, probably just stop, do what stop you did. playing things yeah. like Homefront. Play something good. Well, Homefront took three hours, and I had to know now something else. I had to know mm-hmm. what's that? Halo Five. Oh yeah, Guardians. Yeah, is a game. I played about half that. <laughs> um, hmm. Yeah. So the Halo games. I believe uh, we talked about Halo Four on the show at one point. Yeah, uh, you. I've talked about you almost all of them. I. I played through it, and I remember saying that uh, Halo 4 was a very competent, strongly, technically strong video game. Like, the shooting is good. It It's, you know, it's, it's a polished mm-hmm. video game. Yeah. The story doesn't make any goddamn sense. It does not. Halo 5, it's the same thing. <laughs> it is a, it is a technically amazing, beautiful looking game that plays really, really well. The fucking Halo stories, man, are just yeah. <laughs> junk, man. That just I and, but this one kind of has an extra layer of grossness to it in that the commercials for this game sold you on a certain storyline, which is not the storyline of this game whatsoever. There there was this whole like Master Chief is dead and, you know, this other group of Spartans are going off to to see why he betrayed the Spartans and Yeah. None of that. No. Nope. No. It's that's not in here at all. 
Yeah. It's, it's so weird. And like you they, play that other group of Spartans through like two thirds of the game. Yeah, right? you do. You barely play as Master Chief in this. And when you do, it's just like you're Master Chief doing whatever and everyone else in your squad's like, yeah, but. And then he's like, nope, see you, Master Chief. <laughs> Can you play as Master Chief? <laughs> it's a question we're going to have to start asking for Halo games. Yeah. Well, so, I remember the Master Chief level. Like, I think it's the second one. Mm-hmm. It was like the best early level. And yeah. They're like, no, here you're back with these guys again. Yeah. And I'll admit, I don't really care because everyone's in the same dumb Spartan outfit thing. And, you yeah. know, it's, it's either one voice in your head or another. Who cares? But, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, once once your franchise starts doing this, this kind of character teasing bullshit of, you know, that guy you always play. Well, forget that. You're going to be someone else. It's mm-hmm. like, come on, guys. Why? Just, if you don't want people to play as that character anymore, just have the fucking balls to eliminate that character. Yeah. Just make the story about them being totally gone or whatever and, and bill it as such. But don't give you like this kind of like one third tease of, hey, maybe you'll get to play a little bit of Master Chief. No, I, I can't even remember. Do they even explain the whole like Master Chief's betrayed us thing in the game? So bar- very briefly. So yeah. like it's, it's it's not that he's betrayed anybody. It's just that he was like in a place where they're like, OK, Master Chief, come back. And he's like, no. I got to stay here and find a thing. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, but, and then he's like, see, ya, Master Chief. <laughs> you know, yeah. That's all it is, really. There's no, like, betray- he doesn't, like, choose sides or do some weird thing. He just disobeys an order to come back home. He's like, no, I got to find another thing. Okay. And then he goes so to that's find actually, thing. It's actually different from the Hunt the Truth podcast that they did with, like, Keegan-Michael Key was, they made it, it was like a, like, serial Except it was this guy trying to find out what happened with Master Chief. <laughs> it was. It sounds really stupid. It was actually pretty good. Okay. Because like the voice work was like universally good. Right. The first season at least, mm-hmm. and it went interesting places by the end of it. Yeah. And the second season was fucking god awful, atrocious. Okay. And ruined considerable parts of what was cool about the first season. <laughs> but there, but they kind of had some of that stuff in there. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if that ever showed up in the game, but it doesn't sound like it. it sounds like the game had its own justification for why Master Chief betrayed everybody. Yeah, which he didn't. He just, yeah. they were just like, hey, come back. And he said, nah. No. <laughs> nah, man. I gotta go over here. I'm Master Chief. See ya. That's it. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I, and I always feel really... The Halo development people are really good at making you feel shitty at the end of the game for not thinking the game is the greatest thing ever because they always give you that text crawl of, Halo is made by so many people who just live and die video games and we love you guys so much for buying and playing our game and just, you're the best. And I'm like, oh man, well, your game still sucked a little, but <laughs> yeah, okay, you tried. Good uh, job, I guess. Thanks. So, I don't know. Those games play well, but... Fuck, man, those are turning into podcast games for me where I'm just like, I don't care. Just skip all this didact bullshit, whatever yeah, what, proper did noun you play bullshit. It on easy? I think I played it on normal. Really? Yeah. I, I hit one point normal and got stuck. Then maybe I played it Early on easy. On. I don't know. I, there was the, I think that's why I stopped. Is There was one part where I was just like, what the fuck am I supposed to do here? Because it's they're yeah. checkpointing. It's amazing that they still stick with that damn checkpointing system in that game. Yeah. Because I did. I killed like a hundred damn things mm-hmm. and then got killed by thing number 101 and it's like <laughs> all right time to kill all hundred again you know and because it put me way back yeah. like i was like no i <laughs> no i Mm-mm. cleared that room i cleared that whole valley that you sent me through yeah killed everything but that one thing yeah and it's like no why don't you do it again and i was like why don't you fuck off i quit <laughs> i think that's kind of where i hit with doom where it was like 
Yeah, I don't want to do this fight again. Yeah. Yeah. It does have a healthy dose of Keith David, though. So, yeah, that's. Yeah, I did. Not, I, I didn't. There was one cut scene I saw him in, but yeah. I didn't get any further than that. So he starts piling around with you for a while. Yeah. He's the arbiter, right? Is that his name? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that's another thing, too. Like, man, the whole like backstory of all the Halo shit. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. All the stuff they added in four and are like I focused on the Promethean stuff in mm-hmm. five is just dumb. Yeah. But it's like the other stuff worked. You, you know, it was not smart, but it worked. Yeah. It's like these guys are a religious cult and they'll do anything to stop this. And you're a soldier who has to fight them. You know, I mean, that's not that hard. But now it's like, well, you, you've, you're the chosen one now and blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> yeah. I really felt like at the end of like three that they were going to like make a new trilogy with like a new like. I don't know, maybe a new enemy type of some kind where it wasn't just those little first grade aliens. Grunts. Yes, yeah. those things are the worst. Mm. I hate them in every conceivable way. I hate it when they're in a scene. I hate it when I kill them. I hate them when I don't kill them. I just, they're the worst. You don't even like when you put the skull on that makes them pop in confetti. Yay! And yay. <laughs> no, because you, you know what? Like that? I don't look for that shit. Oh. Like, I don't think I have found one single skull. I played that entire game. What? I don't think I found but one skull. Where are my skull? Yeah. Yeah. At, no did you find all the data pads? No. Did you find any data pads? I did find a few only okay. because there are moments in that game where you wander around not knowing where the hell to go yeah. at all. And I'm like, oh, there's a terminal over there. Maybe that'll tell me something. Nope. Audio log. <laughs> so, no. or no, it's linking me to the Halo network. No, 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 no. <laughs> Please yeah, don't open up. that. Fucking Halo network. Yeah. So anyway, Halo 5. It's a game. Um, yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, okay, so speaking of games, mm. popular games, mm. uh, finally, Major Nelson listened to the internet and released, personally, Black Ops, Call of Duty Black Ops onto Xbox oh, backwards God. compatibility. Thank God. Because <laughs> I swear, every time that, that poor man would post, okay, backwards compatibility, we got Final Fight mm-hmm. Trilogy or whatever the hell that... that combo one was yeah and and immediately like the first 50 responses are cod blops yes. where's cod blops you lied <laughs> why'd you lie <laughs> this where's isn't cod, cod blops? blops yeah 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 so finally like, i half expected when he posted all right cod blops is now available i expected people to be like where's cod blops oh wait <laughs> wait, 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 wait okay wait, never wait. mind yeah the template is broken <laughs> where's red dead yeah that's next yeah so anyway, that's out. You can play it on your Xbox One now, uh, which I did a little bit of that. Sweet. How'd yeah. that go? Uh, it's, it works like it. Yeah, it's a video game that you can play and online works well and uh, seems to be pretty popular. I just wanted to say that I never knew that you could get out of that chair during the opening menu of that game. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> it was ridiculous that when I found that out. <laughs> So so you're actually that person that 17 Easter eggs you missed in Cod Blocks. I did. I missed You were the guy who missed those 17 yes, Easter eggs. Yes, because if you miss the first one, which is getting out of the chair, you miss all the subsequent Easter eggs mm. that you find once you get out of the chair. Yep. Like going over to the terminal, playing Zork. Yep. It's actually full game of Zork in there. Yep. <laughs> yeah, man, that must have taken like 32 kilobytes or something. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's How do you input type? In that, do they do they pop up? There's an the... on-screen keyboard. Uh, Although I guess you could probably use a chat pad. Oh God, I'd hope so. So yeah, would... but you know, for Zork, you can just type S for South or oh, stuff yeah, like that. So still it's no big get deal. Get eaten by a groove. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I was just I was impressed that you know this game that I think is still probably one of the best Call of Duty games. I just yeah. love every. I love 
that it's doing so much stuff at every second had even more stuff that I didn't even know was there. Did you play the top down shooter? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which was weird because I think when I, when we talked about, uh, three cod blops three, which is not a good game. Uh, I even brought that up like, Oh, and there's this weird, like top down shooter thing in this game. And had no idea that it had been in there the whole time. Yeah. So, but yeah, that, that thing's fun too. So there's Easter eggs and cod blops that you can find on your yeah. Xbox one right now. Yeah. Tell us about the numbers, Mason. Mm-hmm. It's it's so weird. Every time he announces like a new a new backwards compatibility update, I'm like, I, I end up having to look at my my games and apps thing and go, do I own that? Yeah. Do I? There's so much stuff I bought that was like on sale for two ninety nine. Yeah. So I'm always amazed. Like, and I'm always happy when like that list has that a couple extra things. Yeah. In it. Like Final Fight, I was like, oh, I guess I bought that. Cool. All right. Maybe Final Fight I'll Magic Sword. Maybe <laughs> <Yeah. I'll- laughs> Final Fight Magic Sword. Yeah, that's what it was. It was like a combo of Final Fight and Magic Sword because they knew <laughs> they couldn't charge ten bucks for yeah. Magic Sword on it. Like if they if they put Magic Sword out on it, some people were like, what? Mm-hmm. And it would make like three dollars. Yeah. Even though they charge five dollars for it, and you know, if they put them both out, wow, we can charge 10 bucks because we were probably only going to charge five for a final fight. But yeah, people want final fight. They do. Yeah. So because yeah. final fight's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. You got Mike Hager. <laughs> mayor Mike Hager. Uh-huh. <laughs> the mayor of the city goes down and beats the shit out of everyone. The best mayor ever. <laughs> yeah. Just rips off his shirt and pile drives, dudes. <laughs> it's my mayor. <laughs> mayor for life. Yeah. But no, every time I go and I'm just like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. I have that. Yeah. Or, or I go into my giant binder of, of last gen, where we got the 360, <laughs> the PS3, and the Wii games. Uh-huh. I'm like, huh, oh, look, I own that. I never knew. Yeah, backwards compatibility has turned into a reminder of what I've had that I haven't even considered yeah. for the last five years. So Yeah, and like, uh, I think I, I, I have the Force Unleashed, like, Ultimate Sith Edition or whatever that had, like, the exclusive DLC on a disc. Uh-huh, which means you don't get it in the yeah, game. Yeah, <laughs> it will not recognize that disc, yep. which is lame. Yeah. Apparently, they have two disc stuff working now, though. Yes, they or, do. Or they they said it works. They just haven't unle- unleashed any games. Uh, Well, that, that we, uh, Deus Ex. Oh, that's right. Deus Ex, you know, the director's cut. Yes. Which apparently I don't own. Mm. I only have the regular Deus Ex. Gross. And that DLC. Yeah. Which I still haven't played. Even that game I've heard. It's a good game. Very good things about. Good game. Did you play the director's cut? Or no, did you I played play the original. Yeah, so you had to do all your fun boss fights. Yes, those are the worst. So yeah. there's really annoying, like, you know, commentary or something. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> narration? <laughs> no, no. Character was narrating. No. And then they cut that out for the... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's... Mm. it's, <laughs> it's, it's the 80 versions of Blade. <laughs> was there a, a unicorn scene in that one? Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Deus Ex is actually Machina. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. Speaking of Machina. What? Oh. What? Mackie yeah. has a game. Uh, yeah. Good, Mackie good speak one. Nah. Come for some machinations. Am I right? Uh, yeah. Uh, my Vita, like, I had been using it on my lunch breaks to do um, remote play, mm-hmm. but our work network has turned weird. So I does it only pick up weird Twitter? <laughs> yeah, explain well, that. It's, it just some days, man. Like it, the microwave problem solved because the microwave was messing up the Wi-Fi for a while. That's that's no longer an issue. But I swear it's been like just some days it's no no issues whatsoever, and then other days it's like everybody decided to do live streams at once mm-hmm. in the entire building because some days it's just like fucked completely. 
But anyway, I was like, well, what do I have on my damn Vita that I can just play? <laughs> my damn Vita. Yeah, because, I mean, the Vita for me had become, it was like the, the PS4 streaming device. Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't do anything else. It was just like, oh, PS4, let's load it up, see what what uh, patches I downloaded this morning at 5 a.m. <laughs> that <laughs> like, sounds oh, like a good yeah, time. <laughs> some patches. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I remembered I had Luminous Electronic Symphony. That is a great game. That is a really great game. Mm-hmm. And you don't even need sound. Like, I mean, the sound is brings it to another level completely. Sure. But you don't need sound to play it. Mm-hmm. But it is so interesting the way that just alternating the, you know, it's you're just matching two blocks, mm-hmm. two colors or two shapes or whatever. But the way altering that and altering the speeds can completely change the way that game plays. Yep. And so many of them, I don't know why, but certain color combinations just baffle me. Like, I just cannot line stuff up right, even though I'm like, I've done this a billion times. Mm-hmm. What the fuck's wrong with me? <laughs> like, why is that? What? Why is pink and blue suddenly just this, like, combination that I'm just like, oh, I screwed it up again. You know, like, just getting <laughs> enraged with myself because I'm like, no, I had that. <laughs> I just ruined that entire block because I couldn't couldn't remember how to drop the block in the place it's supposed to go yeah pink and blue but yeah i used to be really good at luminous like on psp like the first the one and two i used to just destroy those games and now i'm not like i cannot even complete a full cycle on electronic symphony Hmm. and i don't know why get better at luminescing yeah i I guess i just need to play more of it I, i never understood luminous like that yeah i always uh, had a problem like fully grasping exactly what it was asking me to really do clicked with me like i was like is this like weird weird tetris like, yes <laughs> that's the thing is that i would play that game like tetris and it would be like that's you're doing it wrong oh yeah but i can't break my brain of like tetris mm-hmm. so yeah i mean it's it's somewhat like that but it's also more in looking at what you've got coming up and being able to set up like timing it so that the bar that's clearing the screen Mm -hmm. so that you can set up as many blocks as you can to be gone in that time. But yeah, it can be really like once it gets, once that bar is moving super slow, but the drop speed of the parts you have to place is super fast. That's when that game just gets fucked. (laughs) And so does your brain trying to play it. But, but there is a certain point of like seeing the matrix in that game where you see a shape and you know exactly you can look all along the bottom of your screen and see where exactly that needs to go to line up enough to be able to drop the next one to make a little, a little four piece thing out of it. But yeah, looking at some of my friends list people though, like some of the scores they have, I'm like, God, I really suck at this game. Like I'm, I am bad. And I thought I was good. Like I, I was really good on the first two. Like I I would, I wouldn't even finish games. I'd just Mm -hmm. be like, you know what? I'm sick of playing and I'd quit. Because I'd been playing for like three straight hours on one game. And maybe that's part of the problem too, is like knowing that like if I want to get through the entire cycle, I still have to do all those levels in the beginning that I'm just like, I know how to do this, man. We're good. Like, let me warp to the end or something. But but still, if you have a Vita, there are much worse choices you could make for games to play on that thing. What was the 360 game that was also Tetrisy but had like the dynamic soundtrack? Hexic? No, it, it was... Very much this, but it had like a super eclectic soundtrack made by famous people and the soundtrack would change when you would move the blocks around. It was almost like an art project for charity or something like that, but it was a pretty big deal. Oh, you're talking about Chime. Yeah, Chime. That's it. 
Man, you guys are really good at recalling stuff. <laughs> Man, when I edit that together, it's going to sound so smooth. <laughs> you guys are amazingly smart, and your powers of uh, recall just astound me. Yeah, ask, ask us anything. <laughs> yeah. I have apparently not played that game in literally five years. Damn. What's the square Almost root? six. What's the square root of 3,096? Stand by. <laughs> edit this <laughs> how about that i'm so smart so you you confused chime with luminous, luminous. yeah and there the, was a luminous that they released on xbox live arcade yes, as well luminous live that's what i was thinking of i was like oh yeah that's luminous live and i looked it up and i was like no that's not it yeah that also <laughs> sucked to play with the old uh 360 d-pad why because the 360 D-pad was garbage. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't you know, Chuck? I do. Uh, yes. It was not fun to play that game that way. Sorry. Uh, you better be sorry. Sorry. Uh, so you know what I'm not sorry about? What are you not sorry about? I decided to replay a game. I don't do that very often, but every yeah. once in a while, I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to replay a game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 You tell that game. Yeah. I loaded up Mark of the Ninja. <gasps> oh. I, I swear I didn't just do it so that Mark the Ninja could make a cameo appearance. Is uh-huh. he here? Nah, exactly. <laughs> Chuck really loves Mark the Ninja. I just want to Mark the Ninja. Hey, guys! Okay. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, fuck that. Sorry. He's, he's gone. Um, <laughs> no. No, I just I played through Mark of, the, Mark of the Ninja again because that's a really fucking great game. Uh-huh. It is. And it's like really short. Like It is a really good game for replaying because I think I did it just about in one sitting. And I was just like, this is a great little game. Were you able to do it without being seen? Uh, and without killing anyone? No. no. True, true ghost mode, <laughs> no, or whatever how they called no. it? Oh, okay. No, it's not. Yeah. Kill animations are too fun. I would never want to kill, yeah, play through. You got a good point. Um, but no, I actually like even loaded up like Shank 2, just because I was like, oh yeah, I never played Shank 2. And I know I like Shank more than you did, but mm-hmm. you know, same kind of art style and everything. And I think it's the same creators. Yeah, yeah. Clay. Um, so yeah, I, I, I haven't gotten to that yet, but I was just like, man, this is a great game. And I, I kind of miss like... I kind of miss the two two D or two point five D exploration games. Like, man, what I wouldn't give for another Shadow Complex. Like mm-hmm. that that was such a good little game. Apparently, you need to play Axiom Verge. Okay, because that's like one of the better examples of that. All right, that's out right now. Well, I will have to go give that a try. Yep. Because in trying to capture more of that, I realized I think through your game library, perhaps I love a <laughs> Batman Arkham Origins Blackgate. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is. <laughs> I don't know. It was the two and a half D tie-in. Yeah, but it's not even like it's. It can't just settle the fuck down and even be that. It's like it has to be shitty little snippets of the real game thrown into this game for no goddamn good reason. Hmm. Like I, I I really, I mean, it's Batman. I was like ready to like forgive this game a lot. This game can kind of fuck right off because like it just has little stupid things like, all right, now crawl through a tunnel and then do the little tap to open up a great thing. I'm like, that's the kind of shit I hate in the actual Arkham games. And there's no reason for it to be in this one. Mm-hmm. Like this should just be move forward, you know, grapple hook and beat dudes up mm-hmm. and yeah. figure out how what gadget I need to get to this place I couldn't get before. I mean, if ever there was a game that was set up for the Metroidvania universe, oh, yeah. it's it's fucking Batman getting a new oh now I can zip line across here mm-hmm. you know go back and get that green area that I couldn't get to you know yeah. I mean it was just it was a perfect setup and they fucked it up it should they have been fucked like it up. Yeah, they should have been like the old NES Genesis Batman games yeah. the side scrolling yeah I, I, I just like I mean the combat was annoying and like very unresponsive like the whole game was like very unresponsive too that was the other thing it was like like I don't know I just like I go to 
you know, do the down move on somebody, like knock him out. And it was like, no, nah, you just broke your combo. Even though he was laying there, now he's back up. And mm. I was like, I don't know. It's just the whole thing was like clunky and dumb. Well, that game was made for what? Like 3DS? Yeah, or I think it was originally a Vita, Vita game. Yeah, it was a portable game. Yeah, I think it was on both. But so yeah. then they like, they, some other company came in and then made it so yeah. that you other actual people could play. <laughs> right. Yeah. Put it on Steam and yeah. PSN and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's just, it's just. Did you get to any boss fights? Uh, I got to. Because I've heard um, those are like the Grundy. worst. Yeah. Grundy. I got to the Grundy one. Yeah. I think that's all I achieved. Mm-hmm. But hmm. I beat him, but I was like, yeah, done with this. Get out of my face. But yeah, that's, I don't know. I just. So what's what, Axiom Verge? I'm going to have to go check that yeah. one out. Axiom Verge is one of the better. I mean, I, it's it's basically a, a very big homage to Super Metroid, okay. by my understanding. See, I, like I love Shadow Complex, and I've thought about getting the remastered one just because. But I'm like, you guys want too much for this game that's too, yeah. way too old. Yeah, that's, I would just wait. Yeah, it'll the, be, all the remasters hit. I, I know. I'm just saying, like they wanted like twenty dollars or something stupid for it. I'm like, this game's like <laughs> yeah. five years old. Yeah, it's know? older than that. I think. Oh yeah, it's that's the like the original. Yeah, that was like 2008 or something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, it was crazy. awesome, but yeah, yeah. They never made a sequel. Nope. Yeah, yeah. Weird. chair went on to their fucking Infinity Blade cash cow. Oh, that's right. Oh, that, yeah. That would explain why. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. we'll just put, pump out yeah. another Infinity Blade this yeah, week. Yeah, we can shit this out in a couple months, or <laughs> we can spend a year yeah. making Shadow Complex 2. Oh, you've yeah. got another press conference? Well, we'll be yeah. there with yeah. Infinity yeah. Blade. Apple, <laughs> Apple will put us up on stage so that we can sell a billion copies of right. this. It's like, wow, that look at this great game on a phone that no one will want to play. Yeah. Really, uh, apparently, enough people want to play. It I guess. That's all they fucking They're making. all right, but God, like at a certain point, you're just like, yep, it's tapping over here. Oh, but there's a flashy thing. Tap that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, swipe to combat. Mm. Swipe to combat. <laughs> <laughs> swipe the leg, Johnny. Yeah. Hey, let's turn a corner. Let's. PlayStation Plus corner? Yeah. Sure. There were some games that came out for really? PlayStation sure. Plus. I don't were know. There? Yeah, there were well, okay. So there was one that's it's all right. Uh Tabletop uh Tabletop Racing World Tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was no. a free Tropical Five also came out. Yeah, that did. But that's we we're a, like that's too much of a that's, time sink that's to even t- get into. Yeah. No, just no. Um, but that's a good game to be given away. Yeah, on PlayStation that Plus. That's a solid game. Yeah. I really love Tropical 4, so mm-hmm. I would imagine 5 is some more good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Tabletop Racing World Tour is a fine little kart racer game. Mm-hmm. It's perfectly acceptable. It is It is not something that you're like, I can see why this is free. Blah. It's, you know, it's it, and it's also not Rocket League either, but for what it is, it is a kind of a Mario Kart meets Micro Machines kind of game. Mm-hmm. So yeah. is it kind of like Mario Kart without personality? Yeah, there's no personality to it. No. It's just the cars have kind of themes, but they don't really mean anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, there's power-ups and weapons and stuff like that. So, And you're, you're just racing on little, you know, you're tiny cars, so you're racing on what are basically like play sets, big environments of, you know, yeah. blocks and toys and stuff. And Toys? It's, it's fine. It's a fine game. Mm. It's, yeah, it's mm. perfectly fine. We have a phrase for that. No, 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 no. It is better than Chuck Fine. It is. Okay. It is. It is good. It is a a good. It definitely it good, good as enough. a freebie. But I would say like this. This could stand on its own. This would be something you recommend and say. Yeah, that's. Okay. It's kind of fun. It. You know. You. You. It's one of those where you can just jump in and jump out. You can do a couple of races and you know get your coins and your XP and all that and move on. Yeah. Um, I imagine Chuck Fine is like if you're looking at like a Metacritic scale, it's like if you took just took one to five. And you're middle of the road on your metal. That's that's your Chuck fine. It's a C. 
well, it's a C in half the scale is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you're, you're, so you're saying one to five instead of one to five out of 10. Yeah. For the Chuck fine scale. So okay. it's middle of the road of the half of the oh, actual no. scale. No, no, I'm, no, I'm no. explaining Chuck fine. I'm saying that this is probably about a five out of the full Metacritic 10. No, you're, no, no you're explaining it badly. Okay. Yeah. I think that's wrong because like, it, oh no, you actually really like things like mass effect. So yeah, I, I do. But also <laughs> like, like the way game game scoring works now, uh-huh. like, Seven is a bad game. Sure. Eight is all right. Nine is pretty good. Okay. And 10 is like unachievable. <laughs> Payoff. Yeah. 10, 10. Yeah. 10. <laughs> 10 is you're on the take. <laughs> yeah. 10 is you've, you've gotten all that sweet, sweet video game money. <laughs> Ubisoft bribed but no, you. But no, like 10's great. Nine's good. Eight's average. Seven's bad. Yes. And anything below that is like something is irrevocably broken about this game. Yep. So Chuck Fine is somewhere between one and six. <laughs> on the scale hmm. i'm not getting into this <laughs> that's well, the way we're, we're i are basing it. your entire chuck fine scale off fast and the furious showdown or whatever the fuck that was but which was just shit it was yeah. just shit that's a that's a one i beat that game that game is playable that's not <laughs> that's, a good thing yeah, and the, you're also the guy who raged against skyrim you're like I, it, it broke it did something dumb so that game's fucking terrible i don't believe that i happened. would never play it. yes i no. You, you ripped <laughs> you, up you Skyrim. Did. I don't you think did. I did. Yes, you did. I, this is not no. true. It, no, didn't happen. I hate to tell you this, Chuck. <laughs> we have it recorded and played back for people. Yeah. None of this happened. Yeah. Look, all I'm saying is tabletop racing is a fine game. Okay, so it's, it's above. It's, it's at least a seven. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it, it is at least I, terrible. I, I would give it a five out of seven. <laughs> okay. Oh. Yeah. So, okay. So a week. Yes, a week. <laughs> <sighs> all right, look. I'm just changing corners because fuck you guys. All right. <laughs> uh, so this is our chance to hype our annual Mecca to Atlanta, Georgia to play yeah. pinball. I think it's a pilgrimage. What did I say? You said Mecca. That might be a destination. I don't think you can Mecca somewhere. Oh, our annual. Did I say our annual Mecca you to can, can, Atlanta, Georgia? You can Mecca me a sandwich. I'm yeah. a f- <laughs> Make a Mecca great again. <laughs> Well, <laughs> we're making a pilgrimage to Atlanta. Right. Yeah, where there's pinball to be had at the Southern Fried Game Room Expo, mm. third annual. Yeah. Uh, it's gotten even bigger. It's doubled in size this year. New hotel, Ooh. new space. This is the one you guys have always told me, like, this is the best one of the year. Well, we've we have felt that in the past. This is sounding potentially problematic in that different <laughs> there are about 17 things we are concerned about. <laughs> there are things that could oh. go wrong because <laughs> no. of all the changes, but this is the one we've typically have. Enjoyed this is the one the you've always said, like, try to make time to get to this. Yes. This as far as like a pinball arcade thing, it has always been the best because it's the, it's the most tables. Mm-hmm. It is the best mix of tables because it's a little further north from us. It's not all the same ones we keep seeing down here all the time. Yeah. Um, and it's a cool city. There's there's some cool shit in Atlanta and they've got crazy hamburger places on every corner that you can yeah, and, people, and people will literally lobby for them like we were just having a conversation oh, man I, I believe we were having a, was did yin show up then listener yins yeah and we were just having a conversation and someone was like pardon me i overhear you're talking about hamburgers may i also suggest this one <laughs> yes we were just like hey where's a good place to get a hamburger and then like the guy behind us was like oh you're talking about hamburgers i have an opinion it was like being on twitter and using a hashtag and someone's like hey hold on hashtag i have an opinion yeah. about that <laughs> um Grindhouse is the answer. By the yes. Way. Or Farmburger. Yes. Both of those were excellent choices. That other weird place was eh. I heard the varsity was good. Oh, well, yes, but not for burgers. No. You var- for hot dogs. Chili dogs. Okay. Yeah. So we're still working on the lineup. Uh, 
our personal lineup for who will exactly be there. I, th- yeah. I, I think I'm a 90% lock. I think Mackie is... I'm about 80%. Okay. So, and then the rest of us are in a... We're in a little bit of a flux. We, yeah. we just got to nail down some, some more information. Work schedules and yeah. vacation time and all that. Because we th- want to get there Friday. Yes. So that makes it difficult because Atlanta's not a short drive for us. So it, it's really not that bad of it. I, I, swear, I know. I, you know, like we go I've to done work, it in a day and back. Yeah, sure. It was horrible, but, but I've done it. I will say that even though it's like three times as long than the Orlando trip, it's more enjoyable. There's something about it that's just more interesting. Maybe because there's like land levels. <laughs> it's oh, yeah. not just flat nothing from here to Orlando. Yeah. It's, you know, there's mountains. But and... So what are you worried about? Is it just a new venue? Well, I, I think what what Harlow's referencing is the fact that so because they've got so much more space, they've been adding tons more extraneous stuff like, like oh, the usual panels and guests and tabletop rooms and stuff like that. But I think I think they're just doing that because they have so many more extra rooms basically Mm -hmm. that they can fill and i don't mind that stuff because that means those people aren't waiting to use a pinball machine i want to use exactly so yeah and i mean just they could be fun i mean you never know we might wander in there and have some fun exactly well you know the first year microsoft (laughs) was there and and they had like a weird 3d printer that they were doing weird shit with and it's always like they were printing pinball parts weren't they something but there's there's always just mystery rooms that you wander into like hey what's all this (laughs) just weird shit going on and you know indie games being promoted and hey, or strapping oculus rifts and on your face yeah. oh no yeah <laughs> i still have yet to use a vr anything well, they're going to be back doing more probably, vr yeah. demonstrations so. i guess they might have a real one now i believe they probably should so should i bring some box wipes with me for the I, they were pretty good sockets. at wiping those yeah, down they, were. Yeah. they had like a person there who so was doing it. so nobody got pink eye yeah okay but it's it's june 10th through the 12th okay um so just you know google southern fried gamer expo mm-hmm. get all the details come hang out with us uh, we'll be there in some capacity. I hope. Yeah. We need to be. And you need to go all three days because like, as we have found out, Saturday is the busiest day where there's not a lot of time for pinball. Saturday is when you just ex- go off and explore. Mm-hmm. That's when you go eat the weird hamburgers. Yeah. In the past, find record shops. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, record shops. Go find all the interesting things that Atlanta has to do. Mm-hmm. So Get it's a good time. Some vinyls. Yes. It, it's a good trip. We've we've the last two years have been really good. So mm-hmm. we are hoping they are not getting too big for their own good. Yep. But, you know, just looking at the game list, the game list is like, you know, there's like 120 pinball machines on it. So if I can play most of those, I will be mm-hmm. a happy guy. Yeah. From our from what we've experienced, making it past year three. is the big one. Yeah. Yeah. Something about that. It just yeah, something about that apart. third year. <laughs> no. well, is this yeah. their third year? This is. Oh, third year. yeah. So now they got big. OK, so there's a lot of things that could go wrong here. Yeah. Uh, if you are going to go and you want to try to hook up with us, uh, find us on Twitter. Probably the best way to get in touch with us. Yeah. Um, just because, like I said, you, if if we're not following you on Twitter, just like at replies and let us know. Well, mm-hmm. in our Twitter bio, it has all of our individual Twitter handles. So yeah, that too. You yeah. can if you well, know. I was saying, like, if you want to try to coordinate it, like especially Saturday is the day we may disappear yeah. yeah so you don't want to like have it be the time you show up and just to see us or something yeah that's happened once or twice i kind of felt bad about that <laughs> where oh, we've yeah. gotten notes from like i'm here and i'm like oh we're on the other side of town Shit, sorry yeah, we'll, we'll be back in like a couple hours just hang out by the star wars machine and we'll go find yeah. you yeah <laughs> don't leave yeah so just keep playing star wars yeah it's a good show. I got recognized there last year, which is something that has never happened before. What do you mean? You did? Yeah. Like from your YouTube video? No, like a person from Twitter was like, 
not, not like a follower of the show or anything, but just yeah. like, like someone on Twitter was like, you're smarmy jerk face, aren't you? And I'm like, <laughs> they yes. recognized your smarmy jerk. Yeah. Face. And I was like, how could you tell? And you your know, smarmy jerk face. Yeah. That was what it was. Hey, Chuck, that was me. <laughs> oh, was it you? Yeah, I recognized oh, you. I, I must, I block out all I of mean, the insults. I mean, I previously <laughs> never recognized you as a, a sovereign oh, state. Oh, it was you. I have face blindness, yeah, yeah. so like I didn't know it was you. I recognized your foul stench when I entered the room. <laughs> it's all right, Chuck. I'm pretty. I assure you. <laughs> Say so. People tell me. I don't know. Mm. Face blind. <laughs> so anyway, that's the hype for that. Come come to the show. We, we, we will be there. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to hear an email? I'd love to hear emails. <laughs> I would love to hear an email. <laughs> we have we have an email. That's fantastic. Ooh. Yeah. From uh, Graham. Oh, hi. Who has a question for us. Okay. What's up, Cracker? He said, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Graham, I get it. Yeah. He says, hey, guys, longtime listener, first time emailer. Be gentle with me. All right. All right. Following many discussions with fellow gamer work colleagues, we were debating the following topic. How long do you stick with a game slash movie slash book slash whatever if you aren't having a good time? Mm. When people say, oh, it gets good after 10 hours, that annoys me. Why didn't they cut those hours out? Maybe <laughs> it's because my gaming time is super limited, but I want to boot up a game and shoot stuff quickly. Thoughts? Love the podcast. Graham, a.k.a. Ox 14 sent from my Apple Pippin using time division multiplexed smoke signals. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Mm. That's impressive. It is. Pippin. Um... Oh, movies, <laughs> movies. I'm really of the mind like I can waste the 90 minutes. Yeah, sure. You I, know, like like in general, even if I'm not liking movie, I mean, Banffcast, we have the 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 10 minute rule because if we know that that's just going to yield a shit episode, right. then we'll abandon it. But generally speaking, like there are very 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 few movies that I'll bail on. Books, however. I have no problem whatsoever bailing on a book at any point. Yeah, oh, I've because like, it's I've such a the time in first investment. chapter. I'm just like, mm, yeah. I either see where this is going or nah. Yeah, yeah. I have no problem whatsoever at any point bailing because like a book is a guaranteed like big chunk of time, mm-hmm. and games are kind of the same way. You know, I I talked about like two or three just abandoning yeah. this time. Yeah, yeah. Like Homefront, like Doom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, no, to be fair, I, I I probably played Doom most of the way through. <laughs> to be, I, I don't know because I didn't like yeah. look and see how many chapters there were or whatever. But I think the thing with games is that it you kind of have to base it on how much goodwill that game has with you to begin with. Like mm-hmm. if it's either a part of a franchise you like or made by someone you like or something like that. Because like the most recent Dragon Age, for example, takes a long time to really get going. Like mm-hmm. you spend a lot of time just sort of doing a bunch of mundane stuff. But like for me, I'm like Dragon Age is fucking awesome. I know this game is going to get awesome. So I'll kind of slog through it. But like as a person who doesn't play Final Fantasy games, when I hear that, oh yeah, the, the it's 25 hours before it gets good. Yeah. Before you get out of the off. tutorial. <laughs> like that's why Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess, the, the first one, I think it was for the Wii. Mm-hmm. I was just like, Fuck this. Yeah. I played for two hours or something and I was like, I'm still in town and they haven't let me leave. Fuck this. Mm-hmm. And I've never finished that game. It was like people were like, well, it's not the best one, but it's pretty damn good. Yeah. It's like, I don't care. Like, yeah, you, you, when I guess, I guess my thing is when it feels like it's wasting my time. Exactly. That's when I can tell it to go to hell. Yeah. Yep. You know, and, and I, and I guess it's also when I can't discern the mechanic that they're going for. Like, like, you know, to bring up dark souls again, I can see completely why people are like, fuck this, mm-hmm. never going back. Sure. But I can also, like, I, something clicked in my brain and I appreciated the fact that, yes, they're doing this to make me appreciate everything, like every bit of progress I make, 
I appreciate more because I made it happen. Yeah. You know, but I never blame anyone, but I guess, I guess the issue with this becomes people like complaining about reviewing a game without beating it. Oh, well, which is kind of, you know, we don't, what we don't do, we, what we do aren't reviews, you know, it's more just, yeah, here's my experience with it. Take it how you will. Yeah. Yeah. Do you agree with other opinions I've had on game? Okay. Then maybe take this one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think a game like, uh, where that can backfire, like a game like sunset overdrive, where a lot of people were like, man, it's not good until the control schemes, you know, when it, when it clicks for you and then it's really good. Well, mm-hmm. what that's an intangible. You can't, sure. You can't say to anybody like, you know, w- once it clicks, you're going to be good. It's like, well, what if it doesn't? Well, yeah. like two sides of the same coin is like something like doom. I mean, I hit a point where I was like, I am now just doing the same shit over and over again. All you're doing is mixing up the mix of demons that I'm fighting. Mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily enjoying the exploration jumpy aspect of all this. So, but at the same time, I can look at a game like Just Cause or two or three and go, yeah, I did the same shit over and over again, but I was enjoying that shit. And at no, at no point when I go like, I'm tired of doing this now. Like yeah. it, it just hit the point where I was like, all right, I'm finished with the game. That seems about right. I've, I've tethered things and blown things up enough that I'm good and I didn't get bored, but I, I, I very easily could have. I could have said Mad Max was repetitive or any of these games were repetitive, but if it's a repetition that I enjoy, fine. But mm-hmm. circle strafing 90s thing wore out its welcome after 10 hours. You know, yeah. it just did. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I think the danger comes in when it becomes like this very tangible. Well, you have to wait 17 hours and then after the 17 hours, it gets good. Like when you start talking about a game that's 100 hours long and you've got to play a fourth of it before it's mm. any fun. That's you're asking a lot of people who don't necessarily that's for most people that's like no <laughs> yeah it those 25 hours need to be fun first for me to care about the rest of the the thing mm-hmm. so yeah about the only thing i was gonna say going back to movies about the only thing that makes me give up on a movie these days is if i'm falling asleep during it then i may turn yeah. it off at number one because i'm not gonna see it number two i might have, never go back to it you know it's just like if if a movie is the kind of thing that puts me to sleep eh, well maybe or maybe not i come back to it yeah that's but i don't generally just go like ah, i'm done watching this now click yeah yeah. And, and I just think like in general for all media, as far as reviews and other things go, like I think we have to get away from the idea of getting a certain amount of value out of something before, mm-hmm. before being able to abandon it, mm-hmm. you know, and cause sometimes some things are just, they're a sunk cost, you know, it's, yep. you, you know, you, you sat through a movie you hated, sorry, you know. It costs you 15 bucks, you know, it's, it's, it's not like, you know, it's, it's not like you invested in, in fucking Napster stock or something. And now it's all worthless and you have no life savings. You know, you spend 15 bucks on it and you know, oh, well. Yeah. I mean, to me, I think it's great if people can buy a game like Call of Duty every year and play that for 400 hours throughout the course of the year, if that's great for them. I mean, that, that is awesome. If you, if you sit and play through entire seasons of Madden. Good for you. Like you've gotten amazing value out of a game. Yeah. You know, like people, any, any game, any game, people like fallout, people can get 200 hours out of that and never get bored. Great. Awesome. Good for you. Like, Man. that is so, that is so awesome for you. Like, I need I, to get I, back that to that. that, that I'm not, and I'm not being, <laughs> I'm not being catty about that. I'm just saying like, that is awesome. I, I just, yeah, I, I don't I, have we that. We envy that. We envy that. Almost. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, honestly, that's why like, I mean, people always say like 15 bucks an hour or a month for a while. I'm like, 15 bucks a month for something you've some people dedicate their whole fucking lives to great 
You know, yeah. like yeah. that's your entire gaming expense for every month. Yeah. Okay. I think about how much I spent in the 360 era, and I was probably better off if I had just kept a WoW subscription sure. and just played WoW through mm-hmm. that entire time, money-wise at least. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, the only problem I had with subscription model, again, was feeling guilty for not well, cause we're, playing it. Yeah, we're social game butterflies. We, you know, like, yeah. you know, gamefly. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, no, we just, we go around and we're like, all right, I got to try this, this, and this. I can't, mm-hmm. I'm not going to dedicate my life to this game. Now, every once in a while, I think we find ourselves in that, like, ah, I've pretty much only been playing this. Well, yeah, this, like, yeah, like, me, like I, I kept going, I need to play something else, and then being like, Nah, I think I can get further in Dark Souls today. Mm-hmm. And luckily I'm near the end so that it won't be, <laughs> I won't be like the other one where I'm like, all right, I started it over again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where's the ultra it's super duper ridiculous hard? Yeah. yeah. Game plus, 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 plus. Yeah. See, I, I, I Where's think. Where's the Zatoichi mode where yeah. <laughs> I can't see anything. I, two things have to change. Like reviews have to get away from the, the, the value element of reviews and people have to get away from that too because... <sighs> Well, like, we say that, but then sometimes a game comes along like Force Unleashed 2, where it's like, fuck you guys. Well, yeah, yeah like, fuck you. I, 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 and I are, think that does make a difference. Sure. There are there are cases like that where a game is like four hours and you're like, well, hold on, guys. Yeah. And there's that's... plenty of games that we've played where on here where we've said, yeah, I don't know if that's a 20 bucks yeah, buy, I, but I saw about Trackmania 10. recently. Yeah. So, but I mean, like this notion of like, is anything worth $60? Well, do you know how many people don't pay $60 at, at launch for a new game? Like you, you get it at Best Buy, you get it at Amazon. It's mm-hmm. it's twenty percent off of that. You know, you've got points, rewards, and discounts, and everything like that. No one, no one necessarily is always paying sixty dollars. And if you're if you're going to like a review of Madden, you know, to to find out if it's worth sixty dollars or not, that's insane. Either you're going to play a lot of Madden or you're not. Yeah. Right. You need to know like how. It, okay, is it comparable to last year? Is it also then better than last year? That kind of thing. So well, reviews have really moved into like people use them to confirm their viewpoint. Oh, that's abs- all it yes, is. Anymore, absolutely. Is but- everyone's decided already. Whereas so much of, you know, why I enjoy podcasts is like, I think about the giant bomb back in the day with where it was Ryan and, and um, Brad and Jeff and Vinny. Mm-hmm. And it was like, Ryan always liked the games I liked. Mm-hmm. So if he liked something, I tended to know that I would like it. And Brad tended to latch onto the little things that I liked, like it, like certain game mechanics or something. Brad would be like, he'd be the one who'd find those things. Mm-hmm. And I found, I agreed with him on that. Jeff, I just found I didn't tend to agree with him at all right. on most things, you know, and Vinny was somewhere in the middle, but there was always like, it was always from hearing them talk about something. I knew whether or not with probably I'd, I'd guess 90% accuracy, whether I was going to like that game or not. Yeah. You know, and, and if Jeff was like, no, fuck this because it does this, this and this. A lot of times I was like, that actually sounds awesome. That's probably, <laughs> I'm probably going to like this game. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, that, make, that makes sense. Yeah. And I would hope that there's people that listen to us and, you know, Chuck says, oh, it's Chuck fine. And they'd be like, oh, cool. Yeah. And I know, but, and I, like and I'm sure there are people that are like, <laughs> no, but there are people that are yeah. more forgiving of stuff and they're probably going to gravitate to what you're talking about. And there's probably people that are like, like specific mechanical things that I tend to focus on. Yeah. You know, in Harlow, it's more like the whole overall experience. They might go, Oh, that's what he, that's why he likes that so much. And I, that kind of makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure there's a lot of that, which is why I just see like the Metacritic stuff is so discouraging, you know, for, and especially for companies where like your bonus this year is tied to getting an 85 on Metacritic. It's like, you have no control over any of that. 
all you can do is make the best game, you know, and if you got the guy who's like, man, strategy's bullshit. I can't believe they made me review a strategy game, you know, then that's, that's fucked. I know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the whole system is fucked at well, this point. Well, I mean, but... at some points, I mean, the whole value of a game and, and everything really, it, it's, it's a free market, people. Like, People every people complain when when season passes were twenty five dollars and they were thirty thirty dollars and they were forty dollars now they're another fifty dollars yeah. and people are still complaining. It's like you know what? Don't buy it. Yeah. And guess what? It won't sell, and then it'll be cheaper, or you just won't have it for this game, and then one after this will be cheaper. You know. But I mean, I don't have a problem with a fifty dollar Call of Duty annual pack mm-hmm. for people that spend four hundred fucking hours playing a game. Yeah. Spend one hundred twenty dollars on the game. That's fine. Totally. That's, yeah. that's ten dollars a month for your entire gaming, pretty much your entire gaming habit. That's mm-hmm. pretty good. Yeah. My only complaint nowadays is that the season passes never go on sale separate from the sure. complete edition. Yeah, that's weird. And I hate that. Like the game will be on sale, and then the game of the year complete edition will be on sale, yep. but none of that DLC on its own will be, which is really annoying for someone like me who bought like Sniper Elite. Yeah. It, it, well, that that's unfair. I mean, you should you should not punish the people that bought something early on. I mean. Mm-hmm. There should almost even be a way to like date it. Like you hear about all these things on the radio. It's like, oh, well, this will, this will offer only good for people that were subscribed from this time. Well, you know mm-hmm. what? They they know when I first played the game. Guess what? Give me you know seventy five percent off the season pass if I've played the game before then, so that I didn't go buy it in a bargain. Yeah, bin. almost like how uh, Ori and the Blind Forest, the whatever edition, definitive edition, did it, mm-hmm. where it was like if you already had it, okay, this is five bucks, right? And yeah. we just give you both, you know. But if you didn't, it's twenty bucks for the whole thing, mm-hmm. which that's fine too. Yeah. But I just, I, that drives me crazy now that they won't do the sale on the one thing. They're like, no, you're going to pay full price. If you want Witcher season pass. Yeah. You got to get the you, Witcher you, definitive edition. Yeah. You, yeah. It's, ah, drives yep. me crazy. That That's the only thing that I think they've really fucked up this generation as far as that goes. But yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. But like you said, if you just wait on games, if if money really matters that much to you, Waiting on stuff, it saved me a ton of money already in the past two years. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think today, like this week, I know it means nothing depending on when you're listening to the show, but like Quantum Break is 35 bucks at Best Buy. Yeah. That game just came out. Yeah. You know, and if you've got the Best Buy thing, it's even cheaper than that. Mm-hmm. So you didn't have to get Quantum Break the first day mm-hmm. it came out. You wait a month and there it is. Mm-hmm. So this this whole talking about value just makes your review almost irrelevant right from the start because if like if you're if you're doing a review where it's just based on a $60 model that's that's useless to almost anybody mm-hmm. well yeah and I think about the Witcher I got for 40 bucks I got more time out of that than yeah. I did a quantum break at 60 bucks mm-hmm. you know that's what I've always said about the Dragon Age games like I can't believe they're 60 bucks because I've spent 120 hours oh, on yeah. each and every one mm-hmm. of them. I actually I, I fall into that all the time especially with some like mobile game that I spend my whole fucking life playing like yeah. I wish I could figure out some way to give the threes people more money like yeah. they they need more of my money like too yeah. much of my life yeah, has been taken occupied my, yeah, too much of my life has been occupied owe. by the thing they created mm-hmm. so like I almost like want to go buy the stupid pillows and things that they sell, you know, like here, just take my money. Yeah. Like you, it's like the FTL people just here, take it. Mm-hmm. Well, like the, the Jackbox games went on sale this weekend on the PS4 for like, like five, five bucks, bucks each. And I'm like, you know what? I'm probably never going to play them on the PS4, but you guys deserve yeah. my money. Yeah. So, you know, I already have these on Xbox. I played most of them on the Xbox and, you know, I'm probably not going to play any more of them, but mm-hmm. You guys probably deserve a little bit more because I really enjoy your stuff, and there's no way for me to like mail you five dollars. So. Right. Yeah, 
and it's weird that like everyone's forgotten the days of like the Super NES where you know like Final Fantasy came mm-hmm. out on a larger cartridge or whatever and it was like $90. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everyone's just kind of forgotten that yeah, that was like you paid 90 bucks mm-hmm. for that game if you wanted to play it. Larger and bigger game. Yeah. yeah. I paid that much for Strider on the Genesis. Oof. And like 1990 money. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Shit. Think yeah, about, that's think why. About, think about Neo Geo games. Yes. Oh, yeah, they're like yes. 200 bucks a yeah. piece. The cheap ones. Yeah, <laughs> the, the garbage ones that no one wanted. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. were like 350 I think, for most of them. Yeah, yeah isn't that sad? Like the price of a console. Yeah. Because wasn't they, weren't they basically like the arcade? They were. They, they were. were you were buying cartridge You were basically, you, it was a blanket arcade system with a ROM that you slapped in it, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. That's what the Neo Geo was. The arcade cabinet was the exact same thing you had at home. Wow. No wonder it was so damn expensive. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I wish I had a Neo Geo. <laughs> Aww. Aww. <laughs> well, that's, you know. Send I, your Neo Geo to I do miss here. that from like the early 90s days where there were like dozens of consoles. Like yeah. you think about, there were weird ass consoles. They were. Yeah. That just, you know, like, and you had like the TurboGrafx 16 mm-hmm. and, you know, the. That NES was a badass looking handheld for a bunch of shit games. But that handheld looked fucking awesome. The. Turbo graphics, yeah, it was TV like, tuner. Well, I was just yeah. saying, it was fucking, yeah, it was, it was pretty dope. Looked like a, I don't know, a PK meter or something. Like that. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, it was. Yeah, the, those carts were cool. They were just on that little, little white card almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Games. Yep. I was Games. that thing. So I hope that answers your question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Do, worst this, value Neo Geo <laughs> games. Answer this Best question. Value when, did, when did you threes. bail on this conversation? <laughs> yeah. Graham's like, I don't know uh, what they're talking about. I don't know. No. But yeah, if you want to email us and get a long-winded response to your question, <laughs> check out noquarters.net and you can write us at wheremyskull at noquarters.net um, as in the location of your skull, not an article of clothing. Yeah, not wear it. Yeah, Eventually, but, our podcast is just going to be on a porch with some rocking chairs, isn't it? Back in my day, yeah. we video had, games hey, for $250 a no, we, <laughs> we had some games we enjoyed this month. Yeah, like, we did. like new games that were good. Yes. Th- this year has already, it's already better than last year. It's a great year for so video games. So we can games. say that. So we're not that old no. yet. yet. And man, next month is E3. Yeah. Get, will we even get more information about the NX? Than a new new Nintendo one or no? They, so they've said no. They said no. Nothing. Yeah, it's the they're showing Zelda only, and that's it. There's no. There's not even. They're not even doing a Nintendo Direct. Yeah, I was gonna say. I thought Nintendo boycotted E3. Now, well, they didn't boycott it. Well, they, I thought they just didn't attend or yeah. Do they, they were there last year, but they were just doing their. They just don't do mm-hmm. a stage show anymore. Uh, and now this year, they're not even doing the live stream. Yeah. So, Microsoft, all I care about is more Crackdown Three info. So hopefully they have something on that this year, but. It'll probably be all Gears 4, you know? Like, yeah, Gears 4. Yeah, just talk about a game where there's zero hype for. Yeah. So I just want Forza Horizon 3 information. Give me that. We'll see. I think it's too soon. Yeah, it'll be Forza 6 Apex, man. <laughs> Pushing that Apex. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good one. But otherwise, yeah, like like we mentioned earlier for the pinball thing, uh, if you want to find us, uh, go to twitter.com slash noquartersnet, mm-hmm. youtube.com slash noquartersnet, facebook.com slash noquartersnet. All the information you will need is there, but Twitter is definitely the best way to get in touch with us. If you will be in Atlanta for Atlanta's own Southern Fried Game Room Expo. Or just follow us and, well, Chuck will definitely post pictures. He takes more pictures. I take me. a lot of pictures. Yeah. I like to remember things the way I remember them. I like pictures. I, I just, just like sweet art. I just street pass people on my 3DS. Yeah, it's oh man, you want to talk about street passing? 
these places are the place to street pass. Holy yeah. God. You have to go sit outside for a little while. Yeah, you got to take breaks. Street- yeah. <laughs> clear them out. Street Clear out your street passes. Come back. <laughs> no. But at least next month we'll have reports. Let yeah. you know how it went. Yeah. Tune in. Maybe BJ will be here. Yeah. Eh, probably not. <laughs> anyway. 50-50 chance. Get out of here. <laughs> yes. All right. I'm Mackie. I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this is No Quarters Out.